0: Hello! Hi! Yeah. What's up, people? Where's your camera? Hold oh, you... on, let me get it. I'll fix that. Oh, hold he's, on, he's camera. It right. should be on. We hit video. He's doing. Right. God's
1: oh,
0: God, oh, oh, hold on. Do we have That's... multiple guests. Yeah. All right. Nope. 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 Ready? Hold on.
2: Three way. <laughs> uh, better? No, I like the other really. way. I like it the other way. <laughs> 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 you just set us up. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, oh, now what's he doing? We That's were just awesome. talking about that.
3: Caliendo cast with Frank Caliendo,
4: John Holm. You know what? That's good enough. Dude,
0: I've, got my, uh, I've got my Edward Snowden tape over the camera <laughs> all the time, so
2: I had to pull the Edward Snowden tape. And thank you for doing this from the angle of your penis if it were a wreck.
1: <laughs> what what is better. that? <laughs> I and the I fact love, that your penis can move. Oh
4: my God, man. Whoa, that is nice. <laughs> there was a i remember as a kid going in i was at some spelling contest or something at another grade school i grew up in waukesha wisconsin chris titus a guest of course Uh, you did (laughs) uh yes there's a lot of
3: that goes without saying there was
4: so much (laughs) truth to that so i grew up in waukesha wisconsin and i remember going to this other grade school for a spelling contest or debate contest i might have been doing the wrong thing i'm not sure (laughs) but i went into the bathroom and it said If you can piss higher than this line, you can be a firefighter.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And as as a kid,
4: I was like, that's "That's
3: genius. That's genius. As an adult, (laughs) I think that's genius. Oh, it was brilliant. And did you?
0: You know, I always wanted to be a firefighter. I would still attempt it this day.
2: Yeah, I would do it if that that was in my bathroom at my house, if someone jokingly put them like, I'm going for it. All right.
4: We ran into each other years ago. I've never met you officially. Do you remember this? Uh, vaguely. Yeah. It
1: yeah, was in an I was, elevator.
4: I, think, I was a little intimidated by you,
0: man. Anybody? What are you, that, you
4: talking know? about? I was scared to death of you.
0: No, my mom was mentally ill. And as many voices that are in your head, I, I just was like, <laughs> I don't want to talk to this guy long. I don't know if he's on a, it's a good day or a bad day. That's how I grew up.
4: I don't think we talked at all. So you might've been imagining as well. And you might have
2: the same <laughs> illness. So it was a lot like your mom. He ignored you and walked away. <laughs> <laughs> Comics are weird though. We have this thing where like, I, I don't know, man, we're so, we're so kind of loners. Most of us.
0: Um, not as screwed up as Holmberg, but loners, most of us. And and I think there's a, there's always a weird thing between us a little bit until you know a guy, you know what I mean? How bad is it that I'm actually the weird one
2: with the comedians?
0: Yeah, but that's why we like you. Yeah, that's why you That's why you are so beloved by the comedy community. <laughs> it could be. Because what you guys were doing earlier when I called that voice, we actually have to go to those stations. They go, All right, Christopher, Dad, is there? do one of your jokes. Oh, God.
2: <laughs> really, bro? Thank you. I'm doing that
4: next time. I coined here. a phrase called "ladio" radio for ladies. And th- <laughs> yes. that's when you know they're going to play soft rock in between your five setups. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll do that type of thing where they're like, oh, Christopher Titus, isn't it? Ah, didn't you have a tough childhood? Go. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's the starting gun of funny, yeah. and then they, and
0: or then they, they won't wait till it's finished. They will cut you off. They'll laugh at the wrong place, cut you off, and then well, here's another one. Here's another one from Air Supply. Remember them?
4: <laughs> when you have to say "remember them" yeah. at the end of the intro, you know you're in a little I bit. I hate my profession. You have okay, no idea see, how so, much. Yeah, well, I know because a, a lot of comics hate other comics too. Uh, so I know how it works. But so it, I believe. Were you at Montreal at the Montreal Comedy Festival? that's what it was yeah maybe 1999
0: yes. wow i think yeah right before the yeah you know i got i had the tv show that's when i got it was actually 98 it was uh i think it was at 98 no it was 99 it. Chris. Was <laughs> it my okay, no, you're okay. Oh, you, you have one of those memories fine I it, was, nah, I believe it
2: was i believe it's 1999 it was. christopher titus speaking <laughs> of here's some prince 1999
0: <laughs> <laughs> i bet oh so uh we were there and i that was the year that i got uh was it was it was it the festival
4: we were at? New Faces. I was doing a gala hosted by either Tim Allen or William Shatner. I don't know how I can't yeah. remember yeah, so it was which a it is. gala. So you're
0: right. It was '99. You're you're right, uh, Frank. And I have to go now. Thank you guys. <laughs> um, so <laughs> yeah. So but '98 I did New Faces. And you, when you when Frank talks about hating comics, it, it, there's something there's the Freud that we have with other comics. If it's a dude you like, it's
4: funny to watch him tank. And if it's a dude you hate, it's funnier to watch him paint. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I I honestly love watching comics that I know are brilliant do badly. Yeah. Well, it's yes, it's awesome, awesome cool. isn't yeah. it? Cuz yeah. then oh. cuz I feel like I'm pretty much a regular person who's gotten lucky. Yeah. There's a lot of that in my system of hey, I don't know, I'm pretty much a normal person and I don't know how I finagled my way this far <laughs> and made this <laughs> much money doing this. And then Amen. I Amen. And you see somebody brilliant go up there and just eat it. And you're like, it happens to everybody, even when they're better
2: than you. Yeah. See, that's an old okay. radio trick, too, is to ask comedians. Tell me about the, the time you bombed. Yeah.
1: Because that's well, fun. And that's, you guys it. all Every, have them. Go ahead. I
2: have comic friends
0: that will talk, especially young guys, will come up to me and go, man, I tanked it or guy hit me on an email. And I always tell this story. I got my TV show. It, it, it had debuted really strong. It was killing it. They asked me to do George Slaughter's Comedy Awards. And I'm like, cool, I'm going
4: to do a bit. They want you, but we want you to do a bit. Our writers wrote you this bit. And that yeah, at was, the time,
0: George Slaughter's Comedy
4: Awards was fairly important. People were talking about it too.
0: American right? comedy. It was the, called the American right. Comedy Awards. Yeah. It was trying to be the Grammys of comedy. Right. So I, I got a tux. They hand me a bit. And, and this is the worst thing for a comic. I know how I sound. That's why I write my own material. Frank knows how he else. When some a group of writers think they know you, and they, they gave me a bit. Here was the bit. I had, to, uh, they said, okay, you're going to present an award to Charlton Heston. Uh, you're going to present him a gun. And then as, as you're presenting the award, you shoot Charlton Heston. And I said, how did you guys get which, Charlton which Heston? Which would have
4: worked
2: really yeah. well today. Which would have, yeah, yeah, exactly. it's a great question though. How did you talk Heston into this?
0: Yeah, how did you get Heston? They go,
2: no, 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 Heston, It's gonna be off stage. I
0: go, what? They go, so we're just gonna hear a body drop. I go, wait. <laughs> so you're gonna let me go out there with a the bit that I, I'm reading, and I and I actually said, can I write something? Cause I, I had a TV show. I had I had 14 writers. I'm like, we'll write something that I can do that'll be funny. No, 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 no. We already paid these guys, dude. <laughs> I tanked it. I, I walk out. Oh. There's a gun. Someone, this chicken that dress brings out this gun on a tray. I pick it up and go, ladies and gentlemen, Charlton Heston, bang. Dead silence. Not a fucking laugh. (laughs) The fucking the body drops off stage, and it was it was it was. I think it was actually the sound of the joke dropping (laughs) because it just went and nobody laughed. And I said, "Well, we'll get we'll be back. I we'll see Mr. Heston after this." And I walk off, and I I go backstage, and there's all the press there. And I go to Schlatter. I go I go cut it right now. I go from the broadcast. I don't want to see it. You got it? He goes, "Yeah, we're gonna cut it." I go, "It didn't work. Cut it." So it never made it. Never made air. Do you have tape of that?
2: Huh? No, God no. Oh. no! God, knows. Oh, I'll, somebody I'll, I'll, has I'll it. I'll find it. Somebody has it. You
0: have to remember, at that Damn time, I dirty didn't, have, titus. Damn I didn't dirty have the freedom titus. to just be funny how, with how bad it sucked. Yeah. So I just kind of walked off like, that was horrible. And I ate it in front of everybody. List the list the comics, oh. uh, the top comics in the world in 1998, 99, or just 2000, actually. And that's who I tanked it in oh. front of him. And all the new guys come. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's probably the worst. But I, I you, I've only eaten worse one other time in my life. It was oh so bad. It couldn't
2: be worse than that.
4: Yeah, what no. happened? What happened cannot, there? I I, I, these I are cannot. actually these are yeah. actually interesting. Yeah, yeah. No,
2: normally these are stories that people get upset about, but I'm thrilled to hear these. That's terrible. And damn dirty tapes is going to be a thing. <laughs> oh, that, I that's I said Titus. Yeah, we bring back damn dirty tapes, and the next time you're on my show, we're going to have that tape. I was trying to
4: think of a word that started with A instead of rhyming with apes. Shit. <laughs> we'll get it edit this out no i, no, we'll I want people over. to see the process of how you're better than me while i'm bombing <laughs> over here i'm titus at the american comedy awards and you're <laughs> geechy
2: guy <laughs> killing Geechee it guy yeah. wow yeah. Love that's Guy. yeah three out of three and three quarter stars <laughs> <laughs>
4: so did i ever say where we met it was it wasn't even meeting it was actually we crossed paths in an elevator you walked onto the elevator you're well, how tall are you eight feet <laughs> yes eight feet four eight feet three yes i am eight. no feet really three. you're a fairly tall guy though right 16, yeah six two yeah six two i'm five six and i remember you getting in the elevator go oh i thought all comedians were short i <laughs> guess this isn't true and I just cowered and you looked angry. I like maybe I just imagined it, but I'm like, oh, Titus is like an angry guy. And then I've yeah. only heard really ah. great things about you. But I, since then, I go, but that's, but I'm one of those guys that'll
2: be like, it's not what I saw. I've told Chris, I've told you this a ton of times that when you were first booked on our show, and we did comedy uh, guests quite a lot. When I'm like, I've been there for 20 years, I don't think you came on the first few years. So I'd known a specific group of people and I got used to them, and you were coming through. And I'm like, ah, I don't think I'm going to like this guy. Because you do have an air of in, – it's intimidating. And I don't know what it is about you that, that it comes across that if – I don't know if it's if you upset Titus or if he doesn't think you're funny, you're going to know it. I think part of it's – And I couldn't, have, I couldn't have gotten along with him better right off the bat. You know, and the I was thing, so I worried no. about I don't,
0: I, I don't suffer. That's why I don't hang out with a lot of comics, man. I don't have – my family was raised that my sister, my father, and I, and, and whatever woman he happened to be married to – it was an insult fest that never stopped, and there was no diplomacy in my family. And I'm not good at bullshit. And I and it's funny, so I don't I don't have a filter. I just say shit. Yeah. You've been around me, oh, all yeah, where oh, I just yeah. say what I you because you do the same thing. I think thing we get along because God. of that. Yeah, <laughs> and not everybody can deal with it. And comics, you know, say what you will that you think were tough. We're, a lot of comics are really very, very fragile, delicate flowers, man. When yeah. you really tell them the truth. And so I learned this from Dana Carvey. Dana Carvey years ago, I asked Dana, I said, would you, when I, was, I got to open for Dana, I was like 20 years old. And I said, can you, will you watch my show? So and tell me what you think. And Dana very, very, very calmly said, do you want me to tell you how good you are? Or do you want me to be honest?
2: Ooh.
0: And I was like, well, I was only raised in an honest, so, so be honest. And when I got a stage, <laughs> Dana Carvey, sweet Dana Carvey, ripped my ass about comedy (laughs) for about 20 minutes but i but i asked for it and and a lot of comics can't take that they can't take see
4: call out so i just want to hang out with them i won't do that Uh, like people ask me to give them grades on impressions and stuff on social media people will send me stuff and they go what is this and i go you don't want that from me you don't (laughs) because i'm and I, instead, what I do is I send them to John, yes, to Holmberg. I get them all. I send them to him, and we just go, look at this. <laughs> look at what they're doing. They're just <laughs> wow, doing. Yeah. We're,
2: we're mean girls. You mean, so you send it to Holmberg? Well, I don't send it back. Oh, he, just like, wants, he just wants somebody that's, like that's Goebbels, going.
0: That's like Goebbels going, yeah, yeah, not, I don't want to really break your heart. Let me give it to Hitler. <laughs> Hitler will tell you what he
2: thinks. <laughs> <laughs> were well, I Hitler in this? Well, I, mean, I get, I get never, top billing.
4: I just will not. It, I won't. Give somebody feedback, especially over the internet of right. what I think, because that can be completely used against you as yeah. what a jerk. There was some comedian I tried to help years ago. he sent me something, and he was doing impressions that i 'd seen a thousand times, and some of them were impressions of me doing right. impressions, like he was yeah. doing a man going here 's a guy and i 'm like right. okay you 're doing me doing something. Why would you do that? Find something original, find your own impression to do." Make your mark with that because you're not going to make a mark doing a Christopher Walken. It's been done. That's not going to be something that gets you to the next level. Little did I know TikTok would uh, evolve and that's all it would be is everybody just doing everybody else's impressions now. But somebody used that against me years later. I don't remember who the guy was. Uh,
2: I'm sitting right here.
4: Yeah. yeah.
2: (laughs) I mean, what the...
4: But. it was one of those situations where he said, Caliendo's a dick. But you asked me. You yeah. asked me to to what I thought about something. I told you the truth. Yeah. Here's the help. Here's what it is. Do something new and different. Don't do Reverend
2: Jim from Taxi. But isn't it great, Titus, that when you get that, and this is where, Frank, you've run into this because you are a nice guy. And that's your persona, is that, you know, that, that's why I'm trying to change. Right. That's why you're trying to be a tough guy now. But, Titus, when you get it, and if you're a dick, it's almost a badge of honor. Like, I know for me, man, I just never thought about it. Like, I am a nice guy. I like, I yeah. got your back.
0: But I, I, I like to live in the William Wallace school of nice guy. Like, I'll be a nice guy up until and then we're <laughs> freedom and then we're going to break some shit. So I I had this problem and and I've had to accept it over the years cuz I used to think I was really calm and nice and I did this course years ago and I realized, "Oh, I'm I'm kind of an I'm a lovable asshole." Yeah. And, and you can take out the lovable. I think it's the only way I can get through it. And I don't have a problem. If someone says I was addicted to them. I always know it was because they did something. Right. You know, usually like yeah, I was addicted to that guy. Here's what he did. I I don't ha- I think that's what bothers people about me is that I don't like, if you're a dickhead, I will call you and be a dickhead. No. Impressions, I, I know I've done it too, where I've, whether it was Carvey or you, I've never done it on stage because I don't do impressions. I,
4: I used to do I, You I don't stoop to comedian. that level, is that what you're saying? <laughs> you're a
2: comedian. No, no, you can be honest.
0: You can be honest, Chris. You can be totally honest Let with me. Be <laughs> me. Honest. Do you dude be honest. Dude, here's what great impressionists do, and this is why Caliendo's awesome. This is why Carvey's awesome too. You Not guys 100%. find no. this one little glitch, like the shit you found about uh, 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 Madden is it, at one point, you're not fucking saying words anymore. Yeah, right. yeah. You're just making noises, and it's still John Madden. And that's what Carvey does. That's what you do. Great guys do that. Carvey does that Al Gore thing he does, which I won't put him like, he's he's just, if you know it's Al Gore, but he just finds this perfect thing. How about this, Frank? My favorite was when I was starting Open Mics, and even then I was like, what is this guy doing? There would be bald guys hey, that would get on stage and do Nicholson open mics and they would hold hold their unexisting hair back. back. Like they thought that Nicholson held his head or something. You ever seen those guys? Yeah, Uh,
2: 100%. Nicholson like this. You're bald, fucker. You don't have to hold your hair. See, I did that. I never held the hair back, but I just go on stage and go, I got cancer. (laughs) That's pretty good. Yeah, well, you know, I do them too. See,
4: (laughs) that's okay. So I don't know if you've, I've been talked into being on TikTok some. Because it's it's a platform that would be good for what I do, and I mm-hmm. hold my breath as I do it. Where all these other kids, like, let's, 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 let's don't lie, you jumped on TikTok like a whore. let just be one hundred percent. Thank you. You are,
0: <laughs> and oh, that's the only why re- people don't yeah. like
4: me. The only reason I didn't say it here is because I've said it on other <laughs> podcasts. That and I'm a blue. I'm also <laughs> a blue checkmark whore. You got a blue checkmark. <laughs> I'm liking some of your tweets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um but what people do on TikTok now is they just steal everybody else's impression. Yep. They they don't get anything new. There's no nuance to it. And John and I go back and forth. It's about this driving you crazy. Crazy. And because it's
2: I, now making me nuts. And because, because I
4: want you involved. You, in it. Yeah, like, I worked into. forever to get the Robert Downey Jr. I tried to figure out what it was but he did. Do me a favor. And I found these things wow. the way yeah. he talks. Now everybody. And then you hear people doing Hi, I'm Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> And there's like 10 of them. There's 10 or 15 of them that I see on um you know on the various social media and some of these platforms they open up immediately to it and I go, "No, you're you're ruining what the impression is. You're doing the the bald guy holding his hair back. You're right. not finding what the real impression is and there's no soul to it. The whole what's really cool about an impression to me is like you said that glitch, that little thing that you can caricaturize or something there." Or the take, or what's what's the cadence. point of
2: view? Ca- the cadence is huge when when you catch it and then you oh, you unlock that you, for and, other but people. But you add it. You right. add something to the cadence. Well, you, you exaggerate it. Like, there's certain yeah. ones where you hit something and you're like, oh, that's <laughs> it. And it's almost a silence between two words is better for the impression. Yeah,
4: Or like what Titus said with the sound. Like, yeah. Madden became the... <laughs> 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 it's not... <laughs> And I'd, I'd heard um, Alex Borstein talk about that, maybe with Will Sasso or somebody else, too. But it was something that I was doing, and I might I have known I was doing it or not at the time. But they were talking about the sounds in between the words. Yeah. In a character can be just as important, if not huge. more important, right. than the voice itself. So what do you think? Because not everybody pauses. And right. even if somebody does pause in real life, sometimes yeah. you add a sound in that pause area and they think the person
2: does it. Because it's, well, it's accuracy plus absurdity. It's like yes. a caricature. Like you'll see it. And you'll, like if you drew a, a picture of Christopher on a surfboard with a shark and his head's huge, you'd be like, that's ridiculous. But that's him. But and that's, that's how I look at ridiculous. all that stuff. All that yeah. no, as no,
0: long
1: as the but, eyes are
2: intense, uh, it
0: scare me a little bit. Most comedians with our heads, character writers, are just like, I, you know, I can't draw. I don't have enough paper to make this big enough. <laughs> you put your head on another characters. piece. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I really love that we're delving into the uh, the just the, the nuance of impression. I hope we cover
4: juggling next. Time. <laughs> See, I knew the real deal. was <laughs> <newest laughs> He hates jugglers. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is what. That's what I heard in my head when you got in the elevator. <laughs> I saw that and puppets. Yeah, I saw that. Hey, I wonder if this guy's. Uh, and I always go to Dennis. Like, I mean, uh, I wonder if this guy uh, does puppets and juggling while he does his funny voices. Chachi, we got a that's little awesome. Edgar Bergen going here with a little. Uh...
0: By the by the yeah, way, just Morgan. to be just to be serious for a second, Homburg. I think it's the clearest absurdity plus accuracy. That's a, that's exactly yeah. great, and that's why I'm not good at it. I do Eastwood because I got the face. Yeah. I worked on the uh, on the face for a while. East. But just for impressions, dude. I used to close. My closer was Clint Eastwood as president, and like, and I have a video of it in 1986, 85. So yeah, I just. Well, so now
4: realized, you're gonna do, wow. do it as do as a part of your middle here. Don't yeah. do it as a closer. We're gonna <laughs> break it up. <out>. Oh,
0: <laughs> the face happens. Well, I just want to say it's good to be on fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Show business has really hit a
2: pinnacle. Jeez. <laughs> See, last time I saw you, that's better than the closer you used. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go, guys. Thanks for having me on. We
4: that's can, okay. It's we can okay. Make back hey, it's see. fine. You're only an hour and a half late. I'll get in on it, too. <laughs> I know. I'm- what I'm- happened? I'm- we did a full podcast yeah. waiting for you. Yeah,
2: that's true. We did. <laughs> Let's talk about
4: that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, because no, as long as we're so being long. on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm just juggling a couple balls here, Taito. Taito.
2: Taito. I mean, a- all right. Totally deserved. I, I I deserve all of this.
0: So uh, Jesse, I want to tell you this, Frank, too. So uh, right now in COVID, we're screwed. We're all, especially comedians, we're screwed. And the guys that have gone out, pretty much everybody got sick. Yeah, everybody got it. Yeah. Did so, you go out at all? Were you out at all? No. I, I mean, I, you know, it's weird. I, I, you know, I have I, I believe in science, uh, although I'm an no, American, stop uh, which is a it. bit of a change. And I realize that if they're laughing at me and I'm spewing at them. We're creating this Petri dish of COVID stew that is going to kill somebody. And, <laughs> and I have good fans, and I don't want to hurt them, and I don't want to get sick. And so um, I have, I've been running a soundstage for like five years. We film part of the movie that we shot there, and we do our podcast there, and, and I work on cars and stuff. We changed it and turned it into a, like a venue. And, uh, and I thought, well, how can, we, how can comics still make money and still perform? And, and, and so we worked at, worked at the live streaming. Mm. We did my first show with my new show, Carrying Monsters. We sold, like, 5,200 tickets at 10 bucks a pop. Really? Then we went to – then we did Josh Wolf. Then we did Fortune Feimster. We're doing Everlast next, and that's why I was on the phone with when – and I'm sorry, Everlast went into a conspiracy theories thing about how the Bilderberg group is oh. COVID with, with – no, he's Everlast is a genius, but Everlast will break it down scientifically and tell you the five books he read about it. Um, <laughs> so, so you're saying not- Everlast – that call lasted forever. Is that basically? What- uh, yeah. Cause he, he doesn't stop talking about conspiracies. I, I asked him, it, here's how the conversation started. Uh, we're talking about the show he's going to do. And I said, I said, Hey man, I said, so how are you surviving to the worst time in American history? And he goes, Oh, let me tell you about that, man. Let me, and he go, he starts, doesn't stop for 15 minutes and it, Bilderberg group, Bill Gates it, it vaccines is killing everybody. Um, he set it up uh, 1% own 90% of the wealth. And and it didn't stop and, and now I'm back on it now and I'm I believe that the world is ending. But that's because you know, I had one conversation we're friends and it happens every time I talk
4: to So them. it was basically
2: Bilderberg Walton.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah if listen How great is that going on forever? Yeah. The one percent. They own everything. We
2: have to get Walton and uh, Everlast on together. <laughs>
3: And we'll put him on the Dragon of Everlast as we float across California's
2: beautiful Was it a dragon
4: or a pterodactyl? Uh, it was a dragon. Oh, it was a dragon. Was a dragon. I, I dragon. just think it was a pterodactyl. He we it had Twain Bill Street. Walton on. A plane went It'll, over his head. It triggered the, the word dragon, fish. and he thought he was on a dragon- yeah.
2: Uh, okay. going over L.A. It was insane. Over- not only L.A., it was, it was the, you know, the ride at California Adventure where uh, over, okay, he did that. He just narrated that entire thing as if it was him on a dragon. But it wasn't because he was trying to be funny. Something went wrong. Yeah. And it was about 45 <laughs> minutes where we were just listening to him and you'd go like, Bill, may I? Of course, then the dragon went over San Francisco, <laughs> one of my favorite places Uh-oh. in all of America. And you're like, we're not going to get a word in. At one point, he switched directions
4: in a story. A story of his own, rem- he interrupted himself mm-hmm. with something
2: he remembered, That's cut right. himself off, yeah. and went on a different tangent. His own story had an aside yeah. that someone else started. We, the podcast was so convoluted, Frank <laughs> called another person during bill's talk and we just started to interview them while bill was in the back going and of course then jerry garcia was in my garden just for a little while and it went on and on and we talked to other people like what do we do and they're like you just have to let him go
3: fire fire on yeah. the mountain <laughs> is so
0: amazing he- <laughs> that the difference between um, uh, being listened to and commitment is just money? Kanye's a perfect example. It's just like Kanye, should, if he didn't have money, he'd be committed right now. Yeah. When people go off on these tangents, you should, you, you're lucky you're talented, fucker.
2: You're yeah. lucky you're talented. I'm going to give you this for the, th- for the first three albums. I'm going to let you talk. <laughs> <laughs> that is true because he's absolutely nuts, and he said so in past interviews that his bipolar takes over every once in a while and he has to self-medicate to the point of making it so he doesn't make a fool of himself and they think he's in a bipolar high right now yes. like they've like family members and friends have said no this isn't this isn't real he's having such an episode uh, with his bipolar high that he believes he should run the earth so and- i was
0: raised by a mentally ill woman and so i know exactly what this is my mom was concert pianist spoke for languages would play beautifully, would run a job. She worked for this pharmacy company. She Here's how crazy mom was. She studied the book. She would read so fast. She read all the pharmaceutical books, then presented herself as a doctor and a pharmacist on the phone and was giving medical advice. And that's how she lost that job. And then, <laughs> and then that was the upside. Then she went down uh, and tried to stab a neighbor. Mm. So, so her upside was she was really qualified, and her <laughs> downside was murderous. But was, By the way, away.
4: Christopher, everything you said can be applied to me except for the stabbing. Every <laughs> single thing you just
2: said, I learned things so quickly. Maybe it wasn't a stabbing. Maybe she just thought she was ready for surgery. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she was just so well-trained. <laughs> and that's why I don't understand why you're not doing stand-up. Because uh, uh, have you just, just, met stand-ups? I,
4: I don't want I, to be yeah, one of you. That's true. That's you yeah. That's valid. It's a valid point.
2: <laughs> You're too About. Have so you met silly. any jugglers? Yeah, I've been <laughs> trying to make this juggling thing work for you. Jugglers
0: years. and by the way, magicians. By I can hang out with impressionists. I can hang out with jugglers. Magicians can't spend five minutes with a magician, man. Magicians, the weirdest fucking people I've ever met in my life. You think they're I mean, weirder?
4: You th- you really think they're weirder than the ventriloquists?
2: No. Uh, you just say, said the no. weirdest. I'll Man, say that's a are. debate we need to have. I cause... think magicians take that cake. If I'm the, if I'm the uh, third vote here, I'll say it's magicians. And the reason why is because after they do their thing, they stare at you, like waiting <laughs> yeah, for that's... a reaction way too long. Yeah, they, they do that. They do something that's like, all right, I saw it. But they're like, do something. Yeah, but when the ventriloquist does that, the puppet stares. Yeah, I have a problem yeah. with ventriloquists <laughs> because of my reaction. Occasionally, <laughs> I talk to the thing. Yeah, I did the worst thing when, uh, when uh, Dunham came on the show. He brought his puppets Ugh. and didn't break them out, but did the voices. And I argued with one of the puppets that wasn't there. And I'm like, that's my fault. This is on me at this point. It's not him. He's playing a game with me. I respect that. But he put his it, hand up. He did it with his hand. There's some great stories. There was a guy named James. Uh, Frank, did you know James Gregory, the comic?
0: Yes.
4: Okay. The, the, so the, James Gregory the, the funniest comic story. in America? Yes, but you ever have him on, dude? He tells great stories. I, I've he actually told, never met him. I just know who he is because people will walk around. They'll come to your show in Birmingham, Alabama, with his shirt on. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: Oh, wow. Funniest man
4: in America. Um, so he tells a story it, about this
0: guy that, that had a duck puppet, and he go and, and he this is when he's opening. He, and this guy was like, "Would so he's he's between shows one night, and the dudes behind the club." talking to the puppet. He's like, you didn't do it right. Your timing's got to be better. He was like literally (laughs) kind of mental. So James starts calling the duck a chicken. He goes, man, that chicken's pretty funny, man. I got to tell you, I don't know how that chicken's talking. And the guy goes, it's a duck. Well, he does this all week, five shows. On Saturday night, before the before the second show, he goes, he goes, man, I gotta tell you, man, this is a tough crowd, man. I hope that chicken can pull it off. And the guy goes, it's a
1: fucking duck.
0: <laughs> 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 he goes on stage and tanks the entire show. <laughs> I just love it. I love yeah. that you can fuck with them too. Oh, that's great. um are the cra- And we saw Dunham once when Dunham was on his big tour. I went to Honda Center with because um, my wife knew his wife, and they were both in a fitness competition. And I watched Jeff Dunham on stage, and it was interesting because they had him on a 30-foot screen. On the 30-foot screen, you can see everything. You can see, yeah. It was well, like, Jeff oh. Dunham has
4: never been considered one of the greatest ventriloquists. He's been – He's been—he's. it was always – maybe he's even better now, but it was always posted to me that – he had some of the best material, the best okay. puppets. He wrote well for the
2: dummies. Yeah.
4: Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So he, yeah. With, with Jeff Rothpan. The Roth- dummies
1: wrote well. The, the dummies, dummies may be writing a little too. Gonna, no, I don't want to destroy the crap. You credit. know Jeff
4: Rothpan? I think Rothpan wrote some stuff for. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Oh. You don't know Jeff Roth- I know Jeff Rothpan's one of the funniest guys I've ever met. He, he did a. This was one of my favorite stories. Do you know Jeff Rothpan? No. So he, he went on Leno. And he had a thing about uh, 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 the cheap circus and how bad it was. he was like, the bearded man. <laughs> and then it was like, <laughs> giant little people. And I think he said, you know, <laughs> right, at the right. time. But it just so happened that somebody was sitting in with the band. It was a little person. And Leno looks over at him like, one the I've ever seen in my entire life. There's a little person sitting in here. And the, the audience, like, this is a joke that would always kill. Right. And then there, the drummer, whoever was sitting in, just like, <laughs> okay. And and just Leno's <laughs> like,
1: I can't believe
4: that. Of all the days you're going to do stand up. Look at what happened here. You're on this. Oh, God, I'm crying.
0: Just remember. Play. I did the Tonight Show once and I went long. I, w- I did it. I did it. I went long and I get down and Jay just sits. I sit down and Jay goes, all right, I'm going to commercial. Now. And we go to commercial. And I go, I go, and then before I say anything, I turn to Jay after I leave and he goes, you know, if you got off stage, early, i could like fucking talk to you <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> just flat out in the commercial break told me that he's fucking, hmm. he just shrunk it. Wow. Yeah, He, he, I like Jay a lot. Jay's a, "I I really don't like when people bag on Jay. I used to go see Jay when I started comedy before I even met him. And he, I never seen it. People say that Jay is this, he was, he sold his soul for the tonight show. Um, but he did my benefit once, and I think Jay, if you saw Jay in, let's say, 86, 85, one of the hardest-hitting, funniest motherfuckers I've ever seen. He used to walk on stage. Here's his first joke. He'd walk to the mic. He'd go, hey, everybody, how you doing? Uh, so I see that uh, Nancy Reagan uh, got Woman of the Year. Thank God she beat that Mother Teresa, bitch. <laughs> like, that was his
2: first joke.
0: And and he had all these like hard-hitting like political jokes. And then he did my benefit years ago. We did. I had the benefit for kids, and and, and Lovitz was on. <laughs> Lovitz is on doing pussy eating jokes at this charity, <laughs> and and I'm backstage. <laughs> I'm backstage. I'm backstage, and Leno walks up to me because I'm MC, and Leno walks up, and he goes, hey, it's good, kids charity." Leno, uh, he's doing pussy jokes. Good job, Ted. And he fucking walked away. And I go, "Hey!" I go, I go, I go, should have oh, booked I'm the going juggler. Going to- <laughs> I go, you were I go, I saw you, I go, you, you I go, you you're edgy. And he goes, I used to be edgy. You know why I stopped being edgy? Thirty-two million dollars a year. Yeah. <laughs> that's what he said. That's and, a by good argument.
2: Way, that's
4: and by the I way, and it. by the way, never spend a penny of it. Never yeah. spend a penny of it. I only spend yeah. the money I would get on working on the road. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't tell everybody <laughs> that. He'd walk away and go, Yeah, you'd be at the comedy and magic clip. You know, I never spend a penny. That. I know how do you know that you told me last time
0: <laughs> Yeah, I still have you told it, everybody you told People magazine fucker. you told everybody stop <laughs> telling it we get it you uh, got it you have a lot of money shut up
2: do you talk to Lovitz after the uh, the set with the kids charity about the uh, proceeding yeah well it was early on when Lovitz was just starting stand
0: up and I did talk to him and, and, and he, he, he was like well that's all I got
1: <laughs> <laughs> maybe
2: you should do some research <laughs> yeah. oh my god God, that's a children's charity. I would have gone to. That's a, <laughs> that's something for me right there. Trust me, it's a children's charity. I know that sounds boring, but we're we're going to do some lingus humor that you're going to love for the well, kids. It was
0: it was homeless kids on the streets of L.A. So they
2: were fine. So they already doing it. it. They, they, were yeah, it they, were, they were earning their money doing that anyway. So <laughs> they were looking at each other, going, "That's exactly how you eat pussy." <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. Okay. All right. So
1: hey, they kids right, in the street. Where
0: you're worried about people think of you. Um, it's a lot
2: funner when you live in Mayan and Holmberg's well you don't really give a shit yeah you gotta stop caring about life no oh, yeah or, uh, or, or, you, or just
4: edit or, if you, or just Edith. cut it out editing's huge <laughs>
1: editing is yeah, monster the funny
2: thing is I've never made an appearance on this podcast it's, it's funny every time I watch it's just Frank going yep and then looking to the left and nobody's there <laughs> <laughs> I've been blurred out blur, with that, that yeah. blur concept okay, that I yeah. came up with I'm the guy in the courtroom that's got a blue dot over his face it's well what I wanted to tell you Frank <laughs> disguise my voice it's terrible uh, I'm, but I'm by doing, I want to
0: get back to the one thing. So we're doing a show with Everlast at at, at the Combustion Studios on the 25th of July. But, Frank, if you're up for it, if you want to get out and do some stuff, man, we have like so – here's what we do. We fumigate uh, the room because uh, a buddy of mine, his wife, is from Taiwan. Taiwan, in the entire COVID situation, in a, in a country of 25 million or 27 million, they 13 people have died of COVID. 13. Yeah. So. We fumigate the room, and we have 13 people, 12, 13 people wearing masks, and they and they and laugh, and we mic the audience. Dude, if you want to do a show, man, let oh, me know, man. Oh, there is an audience? There, there's an audience. Yeah, 12, 12 to 13 people, and we mic them so it sounds – and then we mix them through a board, and uh-huh. we have three cameras, and then we edit it like it. – so it's not – here's what I think. I really am tired of comics having – because comedies – people that have no concept because it, people that do it well – it looks easy, but comedy's fucking hard. And to stand in your kitchen and scream into a laptop, kind of like I'm doing now, is horrible for comedy.
4: You well, know, it's easier to do in this type of situation when you talk to yeah, yeah. people and you can go back and forth and get bailed out or you set somebody up and you you the give and take of it works in podcast room. I've had a lot of people ask me to do stand up. I keep getting ch- charities to, that ask me, hey, can you do this? Can you do this? I go, I can't. I will, and I've done a couple things where I will, I'm willing to be interviewed and go back and forth. I'm like, I'll throw the impressions in, I'll do some jokes and stuff like that. But there is no way, I just cannot. If I were to get up in front of the camera, I don't believe it's going to work in the first place. And right. you know what's going to happen? It's going to be watching the comedian Tank that you love watching Tank. That's that's exactly what it is cuz I'm going to I'm going to start going down almost on purpose to just prove my point that it doesn't work for me. Um, and now, with a little bit of an audience, there's a uh, there's that's something different. That's that's why I asked about that. Because and, then, so,
0: and the tickets got worldwide, and it's and, and, and but here's the cool thing about it. So oh, I don't oh,
4: so, I don't like to perform for the world. So, <laughs> I know so many
0: comics, so many comics are worried about losing their act. Well, we put it up. It goes it goes out live. If you wanted up for like Fortune Fiemster did it, and she did it for um, she did it, she she kept it up for uh, twenty four hours, and she sold another thousand tickets. Wow. Hmm. Uh, so, so, and then we killed it. So you, you get to keep your act. It's not, and she did like a variety show. You could do this, but we have enough people in the audience. So you have something to react to. And then there's also a, a monitor on screen. So if you want to, if you wanted to literally get a hold of like the people, the celebrities that you do, and you know, they can call in and you can do an impression with them. So you can make it like a, it's, it's like a interactive thing. And it's interesting. Yeah. We, I mean it's- we don't have live comedy now. We don't have anything live. So there's an, there's an element of nuts to it. That's pretty cool.
4: Yeah, and, and you can actually – it evolves a little bit and becomes something new at that point and gets yeah. a little bit more creative. As well, let get, me know, man. We'd love to have you on it. You'd kill it.
0: Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd want to
4: create something – I'd want to think about it first. Not that I think about wanting to do it, but it's more I want to create something interesting for the situation. I feel like we're going to have plenty of time. But You heard it, me say you're going to make a lot of money, right? Oh, I'm in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> hey, Jerry, I'm in this time. <laughs> How come you – I've never seen you perform stand-up with a mic. Do you do that at all, or do you always freehand? It did, it, okay,
0: so I have two heroes. I have Carlin and Robin are my heroes. Used to be Cosby, but then he raped a bunch of people, and I kind of <laughs> took them off the list. Uh, I have this – I would watch Robin perform, and uh, and I was hyper-like him. In fact, we, we have video from my old manager, uh, uh, Kolenberg. I will give you some video – of me when I was 21 that you're going to go whole you, you want you want you want something to bribe me with to like to <laughs> extort money from me holy shit yeah, yeah. that's great to oh. give it to him then <laughs> yeah give me yeah, that yeah, you know what? he's a friend i won't take advantage so, of no, that so no, he but I, I i didn't realize how hard i was doing Robin williams i'm doing Robin williams i'm 22 i'm doing Robin williams and uh so i i got a mic I didn't like, I just never liked. I always wanted to tell stories, and I think the mic is something that gets in the way of that. Yeah. Like, pe- comics always say there's no fourth wall. Yeah, bullshit. You're holding a mic, and unless you give the, all the audience a mic, they, you, you, there's something between you and them. So when I took that away and I wrote Norman Rockwell's Bleeding, it changed everything. And uh, comics give me so much shit. You oh, know, you work for Time Life Books? I, dude, <laughs> it's you know, Janet hey, sorry, man. Sorry. Made a good living for 36 years doing this. Yeah, yeah. Time life looks funny, joke. You know, you, you own my third grade class. Fucking royalties.
2: That's how fucking old that joke is. Sorry. I always get angry about it. You don't like that one.
4: I loved. I I love it. I just could never get a mic to sound good enough for what I was doing to get the bass. Like, and you know, like, what Robin would do uh, that thing where he'd pull it up to his shirt, and if he had to do a deep voice, he'd he'd pull like. the mic, the lavalier mic, up yeah. to his mouth. Um, but I'd be doing that constantly in a show. So
2: <laughs> nowadays it might be almost like a. Do you get? Hat. Do you get? I, I don't. Even, I know Christopher has to because he's got the head. Do you do sound check to make sure what, that? Head, the I don't. Right? It's not a. It's not a
0: headset. I don't wear a
2: headset. You I have headset, a headset. The McDonald's headset. headset. I've seen. I don't it. like
0: headset. <laughs> don't say headset.
4: Don't say headset. And yeah, <laughs> <I've, laughs> lavel- you said lav. Lavel- the lav. The lav. The
0: go. You. The lav. The lav. The lav. The lav. The lav. The lav. The lav
2: he has been um, doing it so long. I, I, I remember the first time his headphones were as big as mine, and he had that old ABC. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, I look like yeah. an old
2: sportscaster. That's how I used to hit the and stage. A sideline reporter from 1977. They're wearing thicker cleats tonight. Thank you very much, Titus. Or, or then there's the
0: one with the with the one head thing and just the clamp, the yeah. fucking vice grip on the guy's head. You're like, that's gonna
4: hurt. Listen, you should have called Carrot Top and gotten that contraption he used to have. Yeah,
2: that mic on the stick on the front of him.
4: Yeah, yeah. It was a. It was like a vest that had. A, it was almost like a. a uh, predecessor to the selfie stick,
2: <laughs> <was>. coming out <laughs> of his chest, and pyramid. the microphone would go and angle back toward him. I think he's wearing the shoulder
4: one now. No, that's just a, his muscles. Oh, is that? oh,
2: he's huge. Yeah, that's true. I forgot. Yeah,
4: um, but uh,
0: but yeah, man. And also, uh, I kept my I kept pretty disease free after knowing some of the comics on the road. I didn't really catch any really horrible bad diseases because I had my own mic all the time. That's smart.
4: Uh, yeah, you know that is a, a a really smart move. I didn't think about. It. I, I talked about before where when I would do meet and greets, which I stopped doing because I was getting sick all the time because I was shaking so many hands, I started to realize, oh my gosh, this is just a germ fest that I'm constantly involved in. And especially when I was in Vegas for a year, year and a half, it was, you didn't know what was happening. And people that were coming through the line, nice people, a lot of people, but a lot of people just lost their house. Yeah. You didn't know what else was going to be going on. So uh just and and really drunk people because we were a 10 o'clock
2: show when i started and so Vegas, people- they showed up drunk and got drunker oh uh, it was and- see when i used to do the concert thing for the radio station they'd have the people come up and they want to meet and i would have no qualms about it and today i i, I consider myself a pioneer i would have a <laughs> bottle of uh the disinfectant and i'd shake their hand and then i'd right in front of them just do this to my hands. Or I'd put it in their hands, and we'd shake hands with that glop in there. And they'd be like, what a dick. And I'm like, I don't want whatever it is you've been touching. Yeah. You're disgusting. You're, you're people. I think that's fair, though. And it's almost like if you say I have this for you as well, it's almost like Oh, I wasn't being nice. Thing. I was like, you're filthy. I-, I looked at one guy's hands. I'm like, wash your hands. He goes, what? You're not going to shake my hand? I'm like, look at it. He was it's a ball miner. He said, I work with engines. And I'm like, and after... You should work with soap and water. It's really lava doesn't yeah, work during anymore. the show.
0: Did you work with engines during the show? <laughs> yeah, well, because, yeah. uh, were you You're doing an an that just
2: <laughs> That was the noise.
4: I thought it was somebody heckling. I heard a little bit of a rumble. Yeah. No, it was an engine. <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: got it. I got it. I want to meet that guy.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, was,
0: I, well, we would do the meet and greets. Still, you know, we would do them. We stopped doing them in Florida. <laughs> the last thing we did in Florida, because it just this had hit. And, and I, was watching, I was watching the news. But they were showing pictures of China where Chinese soldiers were shooting buildings with fire hose shooting Roundup. And I thought, hmm, this looks like it's not going well. Right. So now what I would do after uh, from a a long time, I when I'm done with the meet and greet, I would walk over to the bathroom like like my hands were a beaker full of Ebola <laughs> and wash them until it was okay. Cause I cause and I never touched anything else. I wouldn't say my wife, you know, she's a comic too. And we I just you don't know, man. You yeah. just don't know. My people are clean, though, Holmberg. Your people sounds like they're kind of dirty. All are,
2: uh, well, g- general human beings are disgusting in bunches. And if they want to touch more than one person in a night, I'm disgusted by public pools, buffets and uh, concerts or comedy shows where everybody wants to shake hands. I'm out. I've been okay. out for years. Uh, airplanes. I used to We disinfect everything on that plane my wife would always like just constantly with the wipes and stuff and everybody'd shake their heads. Now it's the norm. And I'm like, we were way ahead of the curve on this hating humanity.
4: You're kind of a pioneer. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, you're a pioneer for everything. Pioneer for hating people. I think it worked out you, great. You in that covered wagon. Yeah. Pioneer. <laughs> people always used to say, why do you do that? I'm like, cause everybody's fucking gross. That's why. Oh, you're I'm, paranoid. So, I'm like, whatever. Just make a
0: note, uh, disgusting in bunches needs to be your next band name. That was a really-
2: <laughs> disgusting <laughs> in bunches <laughs> is great. <laughs> so I have to get rid of sodomizing Linda. That.
4: <laughs> well yeah <laughs> which i think name. is kind for of part, a synonym she, yeah
2: for,
0: for, 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 the, for the kids parties you do disgusting yeah. no
2: i think it works yeah. perfectly yeah. i like to eat pussy for the children <laughs> <laughs> please donate and here's another
1: bit give ten
2: dollars or i'll talk about pussy some more <laughs> <laughs> it's like the als challenge you have to do something horrible in order to give ten dollars but Frank, what well, we could also, if you want to, do, if you, if someone's going to book you for a private for a private show or
0: something, we can we can hook it up, man. It's you know I'm trying to keep comics working. My wife and I are doing a team thing, that we were are doing. We're doing. Ron Funches is coming up. We want to. I, I want to give until this is over. And it and the great news is our government's handling it. It looks like it's going to be over anything. Yeah.
4: I've got it in Tuesday. the bag. <laughs> it's all set. Don't worry about it. Everything is 100 percent done. It's a hoax. Can you break down, cause Carvey would break down how he does impressions. Can you break it down? Like how you do like uh, like Trump or how you do Madden? Cause he would. Well, that's con- how I do it in that my act is uh, I start out by saying he has this look like he's looking into an aquarium and mimicking the fish. <laughs> so <laughs> come here Nemo. I'm over by the treasure chest. Get away from the boot. I'm a billionaire over here. So that's that's where that started from and doing it very, very. And then I've talked to Carvey about this. Um, because uh he, he he really liked my trump stuff and um i donald trump is one of the only people i've ever heard describe a word with the same word so that's another thing Like it's fantastically fantastic it's tremendously tremendous
3: and luxuriously luxurious
4: and so it's that and then i i keyed in on um the, the the phrases that he uses at the end uh, and everybody knows it. He could say something completely out of this world and I'm not political especially in my act. I'm 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 a middle of the road person in real life. I, I like to ask questions because I never trust anybody in any any, uh, you know, I'm not to get we don't get real political here, but I, I trust nobody. I don't care what side they're on. I always go, eh, there's somebody has some kind of angle they're playing right. here.
0: Nice working it. Nice working it. You're right. This guy this guy's exactly like the other side.
4: Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't say that. I, would, I wouldn't, but I would say some of the even. Well, uh, why would you take a stand like that,
2: Frank? Good job. Good
4: job. Well, the, fucking there's a lot and of and there's and a lot of good I that's been, been going. On, on,
1: fucking
2: podcast audience. Right, I should have juggled. Yeah, I should have juggled. <laughs> well, now you're out on that limb. You got to try to live on it. Um, then, no,
4: no. So, but he would oh. he would do this. He would get people. He'd say, "There's a colony of people on Mars." And 100% of those, by the way, great people, the Martians are. There's a colony of people on Mars, and 100% of those people voted for me, and everybody knows it. And then you walk down the street and you hear people going, did you hear about that colony of people on Mars? Yeah, 100% of them voted for Donald Trump. How do you know? Everybody knows it. And I'm not the only one saying this. Who else is saying it. Other people. What other people? Other people who couldn't be here. There's a very long line to try and get in. <laughs> I feel like that Trump actually uh, took S, but it happened to be taught by
0: Satan that week <laughs> because he uses all the – like he like he does that, all those phrases that you learn and positive thinking stuff, except he uses them for evil. And it, <laughs> it, it, he, he just does. And, and when I watch him, I, I don't understand how people believe – I have people – by the way, my uncle was an, is an ex-Navy Navy, Navy SEAL. My aunt was an RN, amazing uh, a medical professional. And there are fans of him, and man – They'll, they'll, what happened last year? We go take vacation every year, and I, I started texting him every time they'd say some crazy shit that everybody knows about. <laughs> I would text them the article in on their phones that that proved that didn't happen. And my uncle finally comes up to me after three days of vacation. He goes, Hey, don't do it anymore. <laughs> he just didn't want to, he wanted to believe the nightmare. And so, uh,
2: no, so, he, he didn't want your shit anymore.
4: No, yeah, <laughs> let's be honest. I, you are faking. You fake check news. Fake news. No, Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't. We were talking about this earlier. I don't believe a yeah, word. Get out. Dig out, Frank. Dig out. <laughs> no, Frank, <'cause> I don't. <laughs> dig out, no, dig no out. I don't believe a word he says. I, I, there's <laughs> nothing. I don't. Who's your favorite musical artist, Frank? I don't. I don't even like music. <laughs> he hates music. I don't even like music. You know <laughs> You can't <laughs> pin. You can't pin him down. You to know anything. why? Because I couldn't pick a favorite.
2: <laughs> favorite movie of all time. Oh God! There's just so many, so many movies, so many, so many movies. choices. Oh, God. so many choices. Favorite holiday? Oh God! I did. Well, I mean, which religion? Really? Yeah. I mean, God, I mean God, favorite I religion? So Who can many pick? Different ways I you like to look, look at pick? it. They're all good. They're
0: all,
1: all good. Religions are good. There's,
0: you know, and there's terrorists on both sides.
2: <laughs> I think the answer is Kwanzaa. <laughs> <laughs> That's everyone's favorite. I believe that to be true.
0: Oh my God! <laughs> is it weird, Frank? Is it weird now that you're going through? Like every everybody has a Trump impression now. Yeah. And yours is really accurate. Some of the guys aren't really accurate, but you, but if you put enough of this in it, like what is this? Thing right. Well,
4: there are some that I think are even way better. There are people that th- I never tried to be exact. I don't think right. I don't think John tried to be exact either because no. it's boring. Yeah, it's just. But that's what people think now is a great impression. Uh, they think I shouldn't say it, because it is a great vocal mimicry. But it's not necessarily an impression. It's an impersonation, which you're trying to be A the person. Yeah. I want it to be more
2: comedic and silly. Um but I, yeah. It, well, it's like we always talk about with Charles Barkley. The voice is great, but can you be funnier than Charles Barkley? Yeah, I mean the things he does well, I mean, are so great. It's like when you try to make him comic. Well, he's and he's an honesty he machine. Yeah, that's the that's the thing. Is uh, anything you write for Charles Barkley, he's probably going to do better or yeah. just stumble <laughs> across something funnier. So you have to be so absurd. Well, with that Charles thing Barkley. I
4: did with Barkley years ago. Uh, I was up on stages for the Phoenix Suns doing a charity for them. And uh, I did that charity as well. I licked a
2: lot of WNBA pussy. (laughs) Uh,
0: You have to reach out. I had to get a step out of
2: you. They're (laughs) way up there.
4: Like Morgan Fairchild, who I've seen naked, jealous. Uh, But
3: Barkley came up on stage with me and he goes, don't you have anything better to do than sit around your house pretending to be me? I was like,
4: that's the greatest line I've ever heard. I like, that is awesome. and he just, came, he said that and it just came off the top of his head. You know, yeah. I knew I was going to bring him up and nothing beats that authenticity yeah. of what he had to say. And he just, he was exactly right. I, yeah. and I, you know, it's in my act and I talk about it, but that's one of those moments where you go, God, that's why
2: this guy's great. Yeah. He's just speaking. For you me. could do 20 minutes of the best Charles Barkley you do and the audience would die. He'd come out with that one line and take it over. That's it. He's yeah. got, he's always got the better thing because Charles is funnier than and he can doesn't be. care and, yeah, he doesn't and it doesn't care. matter. It doesn't but, matter. He's completely. But with Trump, the difference is he's so absurd you can take him anywhere. Well, my and people will let that door. My open. Trump also got to be
4: this. It was so off on a tangent, and this is what I do. I, instead of trying to, because I don't find a lot of the things that are wrong and going wrong to be funny. I, especially right. with an impression, it doesn't work for me. I'm not going I'm not going talk about racism or something as Donald Trump. I just think uh, for me, it just you go, ah, I'm staying away. But what yeah. I would do is I'd make it silly. And I'd get actually flack for this because I wasn't harsh enough on him. But it was like, it's so stupid. That that's the joke. The joke right. is it's so ridiculous. So I would go off and I'd be like, we're, going to, we're not just going to make America great again. We're going to make the planet great again. Then we're going to make the galaxy great again. By the way, Milky Way, great galaxy, even better candy bar. And then we're going to make the universe great again. And not just this universe. We're going to make every universe great again. The Marvel universe, the DC universe. That's right. Spider-Man, Batman, and I will be fighting crime, spinning webs, and combing our hair in a circle. <laughs> and it was... And my point got across, but at the same time, it was like, people would go, ah, like I remember doing George W. Bush years ago and people in the same audience, people would walk out and go, and you'll probably hate this Titus, but people, <laughs> people would walk out going, you really love him, don't you? And the same audience, other people go, oh, you really got that son of a bitch. <laughs> you must hate him as and much I as I do. Like, I know it's weird like, I think it's, it, it, and you,
0: I think you have to, there's there's a. The one thing I don't have, and Holmberg gets this, I, he doesn't have it either. Diplomacy. I don't have diplomacy.
4: What? You have master diplomacy, and my career would be much different if I had it. No, I don't. I'll be honest with you. I'm, I'm similar in the career status. I think somewhere around similar, st- and it didn't help me either. <laughs> He's <laughs> my, trying a new. My pack. weaseling, my weaseling away through stuff <laughs> has not, has not helped me. So it's it, we just aren't good enough.
1: Did you, guys, Did you guys? That may be a- it.
0: I'm just not good enough to do impressions. Uh, I'm just not good at it. I would, I would do it all day long if I could. Uh, but I just think that there's a, what I don't like is that we, like my favorites are Carlin and Robin, and, and they, Robin had a way, Carlin didn't. Carlin got so Did you just segue back to
2: 30 minutes ago? Yeah. That was amazing <laughs> roundabout. No, I just, but we were talking about comedy.
0: Right now there's a lot of comics and some people that are held up as edgy and doing stuff. And when you watch their specials, they're doing a bit about a uh, vegans feeding their cat meat. And I go, that's, that's, I mean, you know, it, 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 you know, as an impressionist, look, your act is such a monster. You are the best at what you do. There's I think that's marketing that and people just think that. They claim to be, be earth shakers. I think he was talking to, to me. Talking, okay. Telling the truth. that just don't. And, and they've just start. They're just yelling jokes about people with their blinkers on. And that's what I'm trying to – that's what I try not to do. I try not to – I'm not well, saying you, I You it, tell it. I stories,
4: though, right? And you tell stories coming from truth and even pain, right? At the time, there's, that's the the Richard Pryor yeah. – uh, listen, there was something – I took a, I took a I class – Pryor and Carvey are my next – those are in my top five. Pryor, Carvey, Carlin, and Robin. Those are my four. There was a class I took in college that was called Stand-Up Comedy and the Other and it was taught by a a lesbian teacher and the only reason i say that is because that
2: was i know that was important to her (laughs) uh she no she (laughs) wouldn't let me eat a pussy i remember when she revealed she was a lesbian and i
0: I might
4: have
2: turned it that's right It was right in the middle of me licking it. I'm a
4: lesbian, but she that's shouted. But that's how she opened up the class and said, I'm a lesbian. And it was it, it was important because it was talking about the other is the person you're making fun of the joke. It's a lot of the stuff that's happening right now that okay. I still can't wrap my head around completely. Because um, you, you need to be able to make fun of people. Yeah. And it, I think a lot of it has to do with intent. But... Um, in Agree, f- you can make fun of person,
0: making fun of people is a bitch right now. Yeah. I don't like I am tired of this cancel culture thing. Sometimes dude, your joke was just shitty and racist. Sometimes sure. right. you know,
2: maybe you just did
0: something wrong and you should be called out on it,
2: you know. I I, I don't But sometimes you know, it's not and they get called out on it
0: yeah but i think those guys like i've never i've got busted for a couple i I did a joke about sarah palin uh, where i said you know if she if she becomes president i'm going to reserve a spot on the grass you know and just wait it out because (laughs) i'm a good american and and, and it was in a club it was adam furrow's podcast and everybody laughed and the next day fucking bill o'reilly brought it up on fox and i and they I, I, i get death threats on my phone and i and i here's how i apologized i said I said, to if anyone thought I was going to kill Sarah Palin, you know, that's ridiculous, and I apologize. But that being said, the reason the joke worked and the audience laughed so hard is because we realized that Americans, we have set the bar so low on a possible presidential candidate that we would even consider Sarah Palin. You don't give the stupid cheerleader the oozy. So <laughs> that was my apology. Because our job, here's the thing, as a comic, you have to stick by what you, if you wrote it down and you thought it through, and it makes the point that we're supposed to make, then it, it, then you don't have to apologize. Fuck, I don't give a shit. If you don't like it, it's tough. The movie I did, Special Unit with the Disabled People, I don't give a shit. It's a, a lot of people were like, oh my God, you went too far. There's no such thing. They're disabled people. I didn't enslave them. They read the script and wanted to do it. Right. So I think as a comic, the second you apologize, the second you apologize, I cannot believe anything you say from that. Day We're forward. too
2: much exactly alike. Yeah. I've nope. said that for years. Where the apology comes from, if I've offended you, I'll apologize to you. Like if I feel like you came to me right now, Titus, and said, "John, what you said kind of hurt my feelings." I'm like, oh, I didn't mean to do that. I, as a friend, I don't want that, but I will not apologize to the masses because a public some apology doesn't mean anything. It, it doesn't. It mean doesn't.
4: Shit. It's it doesn't. It, an apology really is person to person i'm sorry right you look at somebody in the eyes and go god i I can see your pain i i screwed up i made a mistake a blanket statement that a lawyer wrote that's you know i talk about that too with Barkley when he got pulled over getting uh with the um uh bear claws and wine coolers Uh, in his uh in his trunk he did not get out and he didn't say i
3: apologize
4: for the following reasons my lawyer says i should be sorry he didn't say that (laughs) Right. That's the thing. That's the thing that everybody does. And you go, I don't believe your apology. Yeah. And but
2: a PR person will write that kind of thing. And you go, ah, well, look at Gilbert not- Gottfried. We had Gilbert on the show right after the Affleck thing. And he uh, said and he even said, worst thing I did was apologize. Yeah, because they uh, all they did. And think of it. Affleck was so offended. They were so offended that Gilbert did his jokes that they, he couldn't be the Affleck duck. But somebody doing an impression of Gilbert Gottfried as the Affleck duck goes on so well, it, it's the it, weirdest that's an
0: thing it's interesting, interesting point
2: because affleck made him apologize and he didn't
0: apologize because the joke by the way was really funny it was Dark,
2: hilarious it was really too funny soon funny. the <laughs> only threat was too soon it happened a week after the problem which was what he's known for and you hired gilbert Gottfried for God's right exactly thing. you right but so gilbert should have stood up in the comics that have
0: apologized for jokes they did that got recorded the laugh factor i'm just like guys and here's, I, I don't give a shit what you think I did a joke I'm a professional I've done it don't come see me again don't buy my DVDs don't call, go subscribe to my YouTube channel don't got it you're good got it you can't I, had a, I did, used to do a joke on my first special or the joke was um, uh, I'm so dysfunctional I bet a guy uh, uh, I bet a guy 50 bucks a, a guy bet me I bet a guy was 50 I, I used to have him remember this joke uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I bet a guy 50 bucks I was more dysfunctional than he was and uh, he raped me uh, <laughs> I'm not laughing. I'm, not. So, I'm dying. So I, know. so I tipped him because I'm very competitive. <laughs> and, and So I did that joke. I get off stage one night, and this guy comes up. His girlfriend is in his arms, and she is sobbing. And I go, oh, my God, are you okay? What happened? And she, he goes, that joke you did about rape, um, she, she, she was raped. And I go, I didn't rape her, and I walked away. Because <laughs> right. oh I don't you, – you, your damage does, has nothing to do – with an observation I made about my personal life, or if I made an observation about what's going on in the planet, and that people are jumping comics for stupid shit right now. Everybody thinks they're special now because we have followers. You know, I, it's fine. You don't don't see me again. But every time a comedian apologizes, I get this
4: icky feeling that I can no longer trust right. that dude. That
2: they're you well, know? the money's protected beyond the. Mess.
4: Well, usually the people that are going after when somebody goes after someone. It's based on somebody having power or money. If you look, nobody's going after the people who don't have shows right now. Who don't, A lot of people, there's a pass there because they wait for it to be on the – Rogan signs the giant deal, and all of a sudden he's a target and people start looking a lot more closely at things. Right. That's that, because there's
2: something to be stripped away. There's something to take, and, they, right. and they, don't, they rarely attack the person. They attack the company or the advertiser. That's who well, they go right. after first, and, 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 so, and a place.
4: lot of it comes from the far right now. Right. As a, yeah. as a, it's we'll a revenge.
2: Show, yeah, it's a we'll yeah. show you.
0: What it's, it's also gaslighting. There's a lot of gaslighting. Tons going of it. Going yeah.
1: but don't you think. Don't you
0: horrible,
4: think so.
0: they're doing this horrible heinous of shit? And they're like, well, what about that? So, right. but here's the thing out there. Here's what, what's happened. Sometimes success is one of the worst things for a comedian because I've seen this happen with a couple of people, and I won't name them because this is going. This is we're not just talking in the living room. There's a couple of guys that started doing this one thing. Their audience grew. And instead of leading the audience, what happened was they started being successful enough to where they changed who they were to, so the audience led them. And they've gone from these guys that were like, this guy, those were some valid points. Those were good points and centrist. And they had, you know, and now they're these crazy on the far edges now and it's because their audience took them instead of them taking their audience. Our job is not to follow our audience. Our job is to lead the
4: audience. I 100% agree with you unless you want to buy an airplane. No, <laughs> unless you want to grow quickly on social media. And everything it, it, Everything everybody will tell you if you're not super famous. And I this is what I hate about social media. So I'm, I'm actually agreeing with you here but making the counterpoint. Everything I say is follow the numbers. Whoever likes you, play to them. Keep doing it. Like I brought up TikTok before. People do the same stuff over and over and over on TikTok. It's garbage. But they're told this is good. This is what we like. So people do more of it as opposed to being an artist. And this is where I've changed in the last few years maybe in the last 10 years, I wanted to become more of an artist and less of a business person. Because I, oh, God, I, Well, Yeah, this will bring you to my side for a second until you realize I'm kind of iffy on you. Um, <laughs> I liked him, but he was a little stern yeah. at times, and his eyes... <laughs> you went gaffing on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you what like
2: is him, going buddy. on here?
1: Um,
4: But they say, like YouTube, they say, watch what your audience likes and then play to that more. I go, but that's the opposite. It's exactly what you said. We're supposed to be – TV does that, right? That's what's happened in network television. Network television is all beautiful people telling you what they're going to do before they do it. I think I'm going to have to take out this senator. Yeah. And then they're like, it's it's the super friends. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the Hall of Justice, Aquaman <laughs> <Otwoman laughs> prepares a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I'm preparing a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. They tell you what they're going to do. But then you watch cable. You watch an FX show or an AM, sometimes an AMC show. Better Call Saul is one of my favorites. You don't yeah. know what they're doing. John loves it. Oh. John loves it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you don't know what they're doing for half the episode. Yeah. That's the storytelling of it. That's what makes it interesting. But then you watch network TV and they can't figure out why people aren't watching network TV because the smarter people who are into the story. My 14-year-old now daughter understands uh, structure of storytelling. She will be like, "Okay, here they're doing this. This is a character development moment." I go, "You're 14. How do yeah. you know YouTube?" So she's watched people break this stuff down. They know more about this. She she couldn't watch a network television. She goes, "She goes, the stuff my wife is watching. She's like, she's that. That's awful. That's garbage." Yeah. Because they're. They're walking They're you pandering. through everything. Yeah, totally pandering. To pandering. The audience. Yeah. That's what I, before you. That's the other thing, and I just have to get this off my chest. Another thing, like I, what I won't do on TikTok, and this is exactly what you're saying, or any of these, Instagram, anything. People will get um, requests. Hey, do um, Al Pacino doing this line? And I'm like, no, I'm not yeah. going to just start taking. And I see people gaining huge followings and i I just can't do that to me that's garbage if it's only doing what your requests are it's sending me back to being rich little as opposed to going the dana carvey route and having something behind what i'm saying to make a point and
2: at least if not educate the audience have some sort of cultural moment but hasn't social media given comedians the same problem because i hate social media in every aspect i don't think it's good for anything its intent was good it's all gone crazy but hasn't well, given guys,
0: before you go any further follow me at uh, titus <laughs> right never on twitter and, and uh, on the instagram <laughs> go ahead sorry sorry no don't no, no
2: it's fine you can have it it just makes you a whore um sure. but the the thing is it's, it's a he's got one you might you might want to oh, yeah, hop on it i'm doubling up but the uh <laughs> It's given comedians the thought that everything they say has more weight than a joke, too. And there is, uh, you know, uh, the the modern day philosopher aspect of comedy, but it's also uh, subjective to the audience. And now that everybody has a I'm important feeling because of social media, comedians feel like they're changing the world with their act rather than entertaining the audience. And I think that's kind of the way Carlin used to go out there and say, I'm going to entertain you and and make you think, but I'm not going to change the fucking world. Yeah. I don't he, care he do a bit. He would actually do a bit about how he's uh, and nothing he fucking says makes a bit of difference.
0: Yeah. Like, that's what I love about. Carlos. And I got that, you know, I got that recently on Twitter. There was some, I, I some tweet got 3,800 likes and whatever it was. I, I, and I was, I, for a second, I thought, yeah, but no, it's just fucking, like, it's not a good, no, you said something cute yeah. for a second, move on. But, but I, what I, what I think is you have to stick, like every special I've done has been like, my first one was personal. Well, then I didn't have any personal stories to tell. I had to let life happen. So then I wrote one about uh, you know 9/11 and surviving that. Then I and then I went back to personal because I got divorced. Then I went back to you know social I, and I, I just and I asked the, I asked a club owner this this was this was a weird day we were, we did radio and we were driving back he was in Florida and like and I club owner who's a friend of mine Dorkman, and I go I go uh, uh, Andrew I go I go I go how come these other guys are like getting these things and I go and he because he said he goes you get standing ovations and I. I go, yeah, but how come those guys are getting all this crazy shit? And I'm like, he goes, because you keep changing your act. And I really thought, I didn't think that as a bad thing. I thought of it as, yeah. He goes, you don't do the same shit every time. People know what they're going to go see that. You're going to do something one time about your, your mom and your dad, and then the next time you're going to rip apart the president. And he goes, so they don't know. They don't know. It's not consistent. And I, I was like, that, but as an artist, you're not supposed to be. Right. You know, if Prince fucking dropped thirteen Purple Rains, he wouldn't have been able to drop, you know, thirty eight albums.
2: But you it's A C D C. They did the same album over and over and over again because and the audience was like, We like this. And they exactly. just said, Okay, well, I, guess, we'll do it.
0: I guess there's yeah, but here's the thing, A C D C will probably held up as one of the greatest rock bands of all time. I can't even say that. But yeah. Prince
4: uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> Prince will be held remember. up
0: as a hundred years from now, I still believe Prince's music. People are like, Did you hear this guy? He covered every genre and did yeah. everything. And I get why people thought he was nuts because you just go, Oh fuck, what's he what's he talking about? What's he doing this time? Right. But that's what I want. That's why I go to him. That's why I go to good artists. You know, like when you were talking about TV, Frank, I think, like a Better Call Saul or Breaking Bad, I was like, what the fuck's gonna happen next? Yeah. That's how you wanna be. I don't want I don't like comfort food. My wife,
4: when she goes to visit her grandma, she watches Hallmark, these romantic circus, uh, Christmas movies. Hey, how, before you go on, have you seen the one where the girl just broke up with somebody and then she goes to a small town and, and uh, it's like there's a chance for romance there, but they're wait, not sure? Is this, it's gonna... one, is this the one where the guy she knew in high school and now he runs a radio station?
2: <laughs> I thought it was the guy who was like kind of the loser in high school, but he's better now. But there's a guy who might be a prince. And he's in town too, and both of them like her. Yes, but she that one? and
0: she actually is. Uh, she's actually uh, um, uh, used to be an elf in another life. I'm not
4: sure which one we'll talk right. about. There's, I just go in another room and pr- try not to think less of my wife while she's. But waiting. at
3: the
2: oh. end of the movie,
4: <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna
3: get my, my wife's in the other right now, mad that I'm making
1: fun yeah. of a Hallmark movie right now. Oh Please.
3: wait, that's the one person that you cared <laughs> about. Right. In you South can't make you can't too.
1: make her mad. Hey, tell her
0: she's okay. a juggler, hey. Chachi. Hey. Is this the one where it worked out and no nothing bad happened to anybody? Is this that one, yes. or is that this a- the one
2: where she fucks Santa? <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, so I'm lovative, sorry. I cut you off because I had to do a bit. Um, what was the? Where were you going with that? I'm sorry. You were talking about <laughs> he likes Better Call Saul.
0: Well, I'm just saying that, like Better Call Saul, Breaking Bad, or any good any good film or television, I like that not knowing week to week what's going to happen. Yeah. Breaking Bad had this weird character arc. That lasted the entire series, and the main character changed a lot. But most people, I'm with you, want to see the same guy every week. When we, I, I sold a couple of TV shows, and I wrote a new one called Vigilant that we're, that we're selling right now. And they want to know – here's what they – they literally in meetings want to know – okay so you're gonna do this pretty much every show right and, I, and i'm like no this there's a whole character arc for the 22 episodes and then we're gonna next year here's what that's gonna happen and they're kind of for network television they get like whoa we want the same show every week right and and, it, and i think I, I think there's something to that but god it is so cynical have you I'd, ever- fucking, I'd rather have people go did you I, I have people now that show up to my shows because I've done nine specials now, they show up when I'm working on it on paper, they show up when I'm in the middle of it, developing it, then they show up when it's finished. So So you're saying
4: you just try to get as much money out of each of them. Exactly. (laughs) That's That's my point. point. Okay.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And it's odd that it was (laughs) three. It was odd that it was three because that's a pyramid (laughs) scheme. (laughs) What he's created. You love
4: how we can take something positive and (laughs) make it completely negative. The man is
2: running a Ponzi scheme of comedy. (laughs) (laughs) But
0: I'm just saying that they want to see, there's these other people that have... The problem is, I think uh, uh, Bob Marley said once, you don't need to be famous around the whole country. You just need to be famous with enough people that can help you right. pay your bills. And, and I think, and, the, and, and, and if you do that, you can really be true to yourself. You know, At the end of my life, I'm going to at least be able to say, well, um, I'm, I'm broken living in a one-bedroom
2: apartment eating cat food, but. I did it my way. I got, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I got to do what I
0: wanted to do. Did you ever read I, about
2: uh, the paradox of choice? It's really interesting because it's, uh, it's generational, but it's more so uh, they find that it's pretty much every country has it. When confronted with too many options, people revert back to the comfort. So if you give people 55 ice cream choices before exploring, they'll take vanilla. Yep. So well, that's always, what happens yeah. in
4: elections, too. But it's right. the same
2: like TV, Netflix. People are like, I can't do this, I can't do this, which is why Friends has been the number one downloaded show on Netflix by like triple every year Netflix has existed. Well, it's and also they why they
4: give you people who like this also like right. this,
2: so they put it in front of you. Right. They give,
4: figured out a way to just,
2: help just you. hand it to yeah. you. Algorithms are real, but if you had like, you know, blockchain Did you do that as Jeff Goldblum? Algorithms, Algorithms are uh-huh. very- Real. Real, yeah. But they have the the bin, the blockbuster bin of dollar movies. You wouldn't dig through it, ever, because you're not going to sit and go, I'm going to make a, a decision. I'm going to have a cognitive moment with choice. You're going to say, which one am I familiar with? Oh, yeah, I've heard about this. You're not going to actually make your own decision. So what you're saying is true, and, and business has recognized it. Like, look, don't give them too much. They'll run away. Give them what they know. TV has to say pretty pretty fucking similar every week, or they get scared. That's why it's so special with Better Call Saul. When you bring up Breaking Bad, and you realize it's that character arc, and then they write a prequel to it that actually changes Breaking Bad drastically, yeah. which is, but, is smart. But, people can't people can't follow that. That's why there's only like four or five million people watching it, rather than but, the twenty eight million that loved Friends every Thursday.
0: But this frustrates me because what you're basically saying as a, as a species, we're so fucking stupid. Yep. We cannot evolve. So. When I always worry about why don't human beings evolve very much, oh, we have more fancy shit, but yeah. we're, we're still doing the same crap we always did. We're, doing, we're acting exactly how we acted about this virus as we did
2: in 1918. Yeah. But think so, about how we evolve, Titus. We evolve for convenience. We evolve to go back to comfort. We evolve to make ourselves comfortable. It's always back to what we like. It's hold on. Not, I, it's no, not I, my foot massager was making noise. Sorry. What did you say? <laughs> that whole thing I have to do
0: again? <laughs> Pay attention. <laughs> I'm just saying that you, that like, so here's what. So I did a course called the Landmark Forum years ago, and I, and, and for years I tried to be Dana Carvey and Robin Williams. I really tried. I was happy and energetic and blah blah blah. And a, a friend of mine took me aside. He's my agent type, and he said, "Dude, you're. I don't know that happy guy. I don't know the fuck. Who is that? Right. Because the guy that comes into my office is dark. He's straightforward. He doesn't play. He says what he wants to say. And then you get on stage and you're trying and you're dancing. So I." We had a big argument. I re I wrote I wrote um, a bit called uh, "To Stuff It Up His Ass." I wrote this bit called "We Need Comedy to Get Rid of Our Desire to Kill." Right <laughs> at the end of the bit, first three minutes of this, you know, everybody walks on stage and goes, "How you doing?" I would walk on stage and go, "Do you people even know why you're here?" <laughs> I go, "Because you like paying four dollars for a beer, is that why?" I know we're here tonight because comedy gets rid of our desire to kill, and that's how would start the show. And at that time, that was like '95. No, Seinfeld was the best comic, and nobody was doing that, and. The weirdest thing happened. I did it to to prove him wrong, and what I ended up doing was proving him dead right because what happened was it's a three-minute bit where at the end of the bit, I'm stabbing my boss in the chest (laughs) with a letter opener, and I'm screaming, I just need a good laugh. <laughs> and that's the bit. Now I knew what was going to happen. I knew I was going to get booed off stage. I did it. You, you remember Igby's, you know, Frank? You remember Igby's? I know uh, of it. I but I, I I never performed there, but I know of Igby's. Yeah, too big at that time. It was they they had a disco ball. It used to be a disco, and they would left the disco ball up, so it would turn on every once in a while at the, end of the show. It's weird. Um, I go up on stage to do it. No, I'm going to tank. And I I got this amazing standing like they were going crazy when I finished the bit and. I, I was wrong and b i had no other material i had seven more minutes to do with my shitty material and i <laughs> tanked it for seven minutes but the joy i got out of doing that and, and it, what it with had happened too man i mean i got i went to go to clubs with that act after i threw everything away that night i, re, I wrote norman rockwell's bleeding and i would go on the road and, and club owners would be like they call my agent and go he was too angry i don't want to see it act again I, it, if he comes back as the happy boy he used to do then he can do the show. Well, I'd already discovered them. I, 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 I know. I said, right. okay, I guess I can't take that gig anymore. And that's how I got a TV show. So there is a risk in it. But you, you as a comic man, you can't let the audience pull you you have to pull them. And that's, you know, that's what I try to do anyway. I'm making it more important than it is, but at least at the end of the night, I walk off fucking happy. And that's why with your impressions, because it's easy to be a shitty impressionist. As good as you are, Frank, you could be <laughs> shitty at it. I've listened to, I've been driving and listening to Comedy uh, to comedy Central Radio, and you'll come on, and I'm like, where the fuck did that concept come from? Like, <laughs> such a bizarre, not even just a, uh, you know, like Al Pacino as a road comic or something, like some crazy thing. And well, I try off, to
4: come from truth, though. Because he does it, as John does it as well, is when we come from, when you come from, it's authenticity of like what you said. So for me, the Pacino character has always been this, um, since I developed what I wanted it to be. He's an actor, right? What do they teach you in acting? Be curious. He's so curious, he's curious about everything. So he's like, wait a second. You mean I flip a switch over here and a light goes on over there? <laughs> <laughs> this is sorcery. like he's amazed by everything. He's so curious and amazed. Everything opens his eyes and literally it opens his eyes. So that's the concept. Where does that come from? A lot of the sports stuff I do, it's kind of cookie cutter in a way, but it's, it's because an analyst, what do they do? They break down a game. So what do you do? You just break down real life with the John Madden, John Gruden, Tony Romo and Jim Nance. They're all explaining you, you do it with, um, with some of the, that stuff, too, but like uh, uh, Dodgers. Oh, Dod- Vince Scully. Vince Scully. Yeah. Uh, when you do that, is it becomes easy because you're just talking about everyday life and you're breaking into the way they do Well, you're
2: it. basically doing the thing where you're like, what if this person told us the the truth with no filter. Yeah. It's just something they'd never do. I mean, like, you know, if Scully or any of the sports guys started to tell this true story of Chavez Ravine, right. people would be horrified at how many people were killed to build Dodger Stadium, <laughs> but he could do it and then throw in every once. Oh. Two and one to Jaeger. <laughs> we had over thirty Mexican households destroyed to build this cathedral to Dodger Baseball. That ball's down and low. <laughs> Many of the Mexicans tried to fight back by staying in their homes and simply had their homes lifted off the foundation and rolled down the 101. <laughs> That's ball 4 there. Yega takes first.
4: I was listening to some of the stuff some of the stuff that um Vin Scully would say during games. You go back and you go, "Oh my <laughs> yeah. dear heavens. Look at
2: those two Cubans." Yeah. You're like <laughs> Oh, the, just the way he would say, and you can tell they're Cubans because the people in front of them are holding their wallet. <laughs> Two and one to Garvey. <laughs> I
4: mean, it's just like the stuff he said. You're going,
2: holy yeah. cow! This is you unreal. didn't realize because it's down home. Yeah. It's like uh, you know, it's Lake Wobegon with horror stories. Which I, I remember
0: yeah, till this day. As a kid, I remember when Cosell, Said, so look at that little monkey run. I still yep. remember like how that was. Cr- that was like the. Fr- we'd heard sportscasters kind of s- say stuff, and then even as a kid, I was like, he didn't mean he wasn't calling him a monkey. Yeah. He was
2: just saying he was the first one that got pushed out, and they looked for a reason and found it because there's clips of him saying that tons of years prior. He would call people like, oh, he's, uh, he called his grandchildren that all the time. these little monkeys running around my house and all this. He did that, and then he did it about was it Alvin. Uh, was it Gary? of yeah. uh, The Redskins receiver. And uh, rumor was ABC didn't want him there anymore. Like oh, he, yeah. he'd Too slipped. Much. So they're like, that's it. We got him. So I just think it was a hit.
4: Do you guys think cancel culture is real? Very. I had a big, right, really. How so? Well, it's really, it's very real on Twitter. Yeah. I don't know if it becomes, how real it becomes on uh, outside to the real world because only a certain amount of people. I I, I, I want to get to that. I want to ask you this because we were talking about earlier I don't remember if we were talking about it in podcast or if we were just talking about it up the air. what do you think cuz I don't like it I'm just going to give you uh, my non-wobbly answer on that when somebody Thank you, finally. When, when somebody yeah it's the one thing we'll we'll edit this out <laughs> but when when somebody uh, videos, somebody going crazy in a store about masks or something like that. And I'm, I'm 100% believe you should be wearing a mask. You're not even doing it just for yourself. You're doing it for people around you. At the same time, I go, I get a little weary when the government has to um, to, to babysit you. But at the same time, I see so many people are so stupid that, that they're not caring and don't care about it and don't care about other people that I go, well, they almost have to. As much as I don't want them to, I go, God, they have to. And this sickens me. But when somebody s- sends out one of those videos and I never I just I, I pretend in my mind that they don't exist. I don't forward them on. I don't uh, do anything. But when they call somebody out and somebody's throwing a tantrum in a store. Do you, do you get into that and like and, and, and share those things? Because I just go, oh, I don't know what happened before. I don't know if the person's mentally ill. I don't know what's going on with that person. Yeah, um, but, here's that, but, that's,
0: but here's the thing. That's the problem with what's going on right now is because people are like, I don't want to get involved. Well, right now with the shit going down like it's going down, time to get involved. And, and what's happened was I asked you know, Paul Mooney. I did, I asked Paul Mooney once here. So Paul Mooney, I, I got to work with Paul Mooney. Now, Paul Mooney, you guys know, used to write for Pryor. He's incredibly hates Whitey. There's a problem. So I worked with him in New York one time. And what I started doing was to get through to him because he really didn't, I was opening for him and he didn't want me to uh, talk to him. Oh, actually, no, I had, I headline and he was doing the midnight show and he kept showing up, but I wanted to talk to Paul Mooney because I was such a Pryor fan. So I kept going up to him. i would go, Paul, I just want to apologize for white people, man. I'm really sorry. And then I'd walk away. And I did it every 20 minutes for the first two nights. Every time I would just go, hey, Paul, white people really screw black people over. I just want you to know I'm really sorry. And he finally goes, man, shut the fuck up. (laughs) up. But I asked him, I go, so we started talking. Then after I got through with him, I said, explain to me why this country is coming apart right now. And he said, there's no shame anymore. There's no humiliation anymore. He goes, we used to stomp on anybody. You know, that's what the 60s was about. We'd stomp on anybody who got out of line because there was a decorum. You, there was a way you had to act. He goes, that doesn't happen anymore. I don't want to get involved. I don't want to stop it. So I think now we've become a bunch of children and we pay the government to babysit children. That's what we're being right now. And until we can go back to, I just watched this Tom Hanks movie. There was a, I watched that Gray Wolf movie last night. And it's such a great character study. And in, in high pressure situations, how our old generations would fucking stand up. They normal men became extraordinary because they were put under pressure. Right now, we just have to wear fucking masks on our face. You know, there's people that hid in basements in fucking Poland for two years from the Nazis, (laughs) and they did it. And we're bitching because we fucking have to wear a mask on our face. So all those assholes, in my opinion, need to be called out. I'm sorry. Your little fucking space, you have to be part of the whole asshole. It's not about you. So I think... By holding that back and letting those people get away with it, what
2: ends up happening is you create a society that we're currently living in. But to what end? Like, if somebody's not wearing a mask at Home Depot, is it your job to go up with your phone and film them? Well, I mean,
0: I don't, I don't never seen that. I've just seen. There's been three this week.
2: We 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 have a whole new segment on the show called "People Going Nuts with Masks," and it's every day. I can find four or five stories a day where somebody grabbed and their phone. They're doing it to each other. They're filming each other react poorly because everybody acts like an asshole. I saw, okay, yeah, okay look every 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 reason
0: has this thing, but whether it's calling people out in public, arresting them or filming them now, uh, I think there's a point when you when we the government can't babysit us they they, sh- they shouldn't although but, we do pay them to at a certain point, you know, killing laws, whatever there is a point where it crosses a line, but I also believe that we listen, if you know damn well this thing is more transmissible than SARS a thousand percent more, if you know damn well that Arizona Holmberg. No, I know. Highest spike of cases. And you know that if we need to get transmission rate under 1%, that, and the only way that's going to happen is if you wear a mask. And uh, Do you know if 100% of people wear a mask for three weeks, this shit would stop? Stop. Yeah. But... Everyone's like, yeah, they my rights, my rights. Motherfucker, you're wearing a seatbelt. You got a motorcycle helmet on. What the fuck are you talking well, about?
4: Those people, so, a lot of those people aren't wearing the
2: seatbelt yeah. or the motorcycle helmet. But they stop at red lights. That's my argument. I, like, I, that's I, a government or, thing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So my, no.
0: thing is this, my thing is this, you have to call out, look, as, a co- as comics, I think it, 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 our job is to, to point out the absurdities and the absurdities and, and, and the ridiculousness is there. Um, it's ridiculous now that we can't come together for the good of the whole, and stop this. We are fucking up the economy. People are going to lose homes. People are going to lose jobs. Yeah. Grandma's going to die. And people are like, you have my rights. Fuck you and your yeah. rights. What about all of our rights? Yeah, so this is just a con, it's just about it, respect yeah, for but, people around like, I'm saying by you letting – I don't know if I should send that out. Well, even if let's say you send out 10 of them, and eight of them are correct and two of them are over the
4: line, those eight are going to change 80 or 800. And I don't I, see. I don't believe that. I don't think that people do change. I'm all for calling the person out in public and saying,
2: hey, you're you going to get out of here. You're an idiot. Yeah. I, but that's then what's a, a fight, though? You know, that's going to be a right. Fight. But That's what these are turning into when people because I think you're right. If people knew how to police, but you're talking about the very same people that don't know how to wear the mask. The opposition is as ignorant or, um, I guess, uh, stupid as to how to convey the message without uh, picking a fight. I, yeah, think I think that's people the bigger want the problem. fight because they yeah. want the reaction. There, they're not wearing the, the mask in the effort We're to fine. find that one idiot. Because then you don't know. That's the only. That's the
4: problem I have. I'm all for calling out complete idiots. Yeah. And if some, but I, I never see a video that I know, like I really believe I know what the arc was to get it there. Right. Because some, some of these people seem insane to
2: me to the point where maybe they are actually insane and they need That's help. That's the difference. The difference used to be if the three of us went out and hung out and saw a guy without a mask, it'd be like, look at this asshole. We'd police ourselves locally. Like if Christopher showed up, like, where's your fucking mask, you more? and We'd give you shit. Somebody walks by, the last thing I would have done 10 years ago is go up to a stranger and go, i don't like what you're up to i don't know if he's got a gun i don't know if he's a jiu-jitsu master i don't know if he's insane but people want to call everybody out but i would
4: be okay in public public. i would be okay in public going up to the person and where's your mask? listen you got to have a mask in here and
2: just keep walking but 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 confronting is different that's
0: escalation i think you're you're making the people that are doing that the bad guy i think that's what's happening and when, when, the, when the store has a policy, like I've seen a bunch of these videos, store has a policy, listen, we've made a decision for our employees who are going out of their way to show up here when during a deadly pandemic yes. and deal with every dude. Basically, they do an eight-hour meet and greet every day. And we would like, for their safety, and so we can get you Agreed. food so we don't have to close our yep. doors, we'd like you to wear a mask. Well, then that asshole goes in. Here's what I'm saying. You're actually making asshole behavior okay. If you know damn well that everyone in that store has to wear a mask to go to that store. And you go to that store because it's your fucking freedom?
2: Yeah. You're the asshole. Yeah. And yes. guess what? Your behavior, you've got to be part of the society or don't be part of society. No. See, I'm not saying that you shouldn't say it. I'm saying don't film it. Don't escalate it. Why? Because uh, it's because that's picking a fight. The same as saying you're an asshole. It's the same thing. You're trying to, you're trying to be a hero because you want your followers to think sure. you are rather than doing the I'll right back, thing. I'll go back to William Wallace. They are not... The person who walks
0: in that fucking store without a mask, knowing oh, damn sure. well that person picked the fight.
2: I agree. That. I agree with that yes. completely. But well, I think the you're second you're actually that, saying, no, no, let's just let those people go by because if oh no, I'm not. I'm saying I'm it, saying so, don't escalate it with your phone by trying to make your followers think you're special. Do it oh, for society. Oh, I
0: know, man, I don't know if I, it's funny because there's a couple of videos. I we think finally like found that. a way most,
2: for you guys to disagree. Oh, but we'll love each other most right, more. Most after.
0: of them I see, Homer, Most of them I see it like this. Someone's holding up a phone and going, look at this dude. They're not, they're not going to fight. Yeah. It's not, look at this dude. Then you see the guy from my go, hey, follow me on Instagram. I've never yeah. seen that. I see mostly normal people. There's no one going trying to start fights. We're all becoming to this place. Look, the person that came into the store without a mask in a deadly pandemic. Dick. You, you, fuck you. You don't yeah. get the rights. Totally agree. Your Sorry. You're fucking up our rights. Right. Your rights are not more important than ours. Let's go to Spock. The, the the many are more important than the one. And it's the truth. Right now it's true.
4: Grandma's yeah. gonna die. You know, we're gonna yeah. Okay, I agree with you one hundred percent on that. I just don't know the par- the part I get m- that I diverge from you here right. is you're you you can destroy a lot of people's lives. And sometimes they're sometimes they're very good people like that one there was one woman who talked about uh she was like ripping somebody of the mask and said something terrible on the other side of it. Somebody yeah. who didn't have a mask, she was ripping them. And then she said something that was taken. She lost her job and all right. sorts of stuff. And she was pro mask for somebody else. And I'm going, wait, 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 this is backfiring the wrong way too, because right. everybody's out there and some of it's fake.
0: Well, oh, that, a ton of well, it's well, fake. But that's okay. So here's the thing. So let's say you're uh, someone's, I say somebody, you don't have a mask on. You ain't got a mask. And the guy is, I'm not wearing a fucking mask. And then I go, well, you dumb Mexican. Guess what? <laughs> yeah. I, have now, I have now crossed the line. Sure. And even though I was on yes. the right side of the mask issue, I'm obviously a racist. Right. So, so I don't mind. Here's the thing. We used to have all these conversations in the dark. And I think a lot of this cancel culture, people that bitch about it, used to be able to be assholes in the dark. I think this shines a light on it. And with what's going on in our country right now, in my opinion – it needs to have a light shine on it. We had a fucking president. You know, Roger Stone did zero jail time. Yeah. Zero. He didn't do one second. One, not one fucking second of jail time.
3: Well, Christopher, for- he also did nothing wrong. And he had the coolest uh, glasses yeah, you've exactly. ever seen. <laughs> he was exactly. dressed like it was from Willy Wonka. How can you hate him?
0: I can show. Yep. No, exactly I- society Society's always used society. What's great about society, enough human beings that it self-corrects. It will self-correct. These phones are just a current self-correction. You don't you don't get the right. You don't get the right to make me sick. You don't get the right to make my grandma dead. You don't get the right to do that. You know, You. it's your right. OK, it's so our, So our. when
4: when somebody films and sends that around, that's just like uh, that's basically the police, like the, the way of saying, hey, you're going to get videotaped, you're videoed. Uh, or recorded being an idiot, and this is going to stop people from being idiots because it's not working. So I think far. It, I
2: think it entrenches the bad guys further into fuck. You, Some people are that. like, yeah.
4: If you look well, at the comments,
2: well, and all well here's what I've seen.
4: Here's what
0: I've seen. So uh, in California, here's what I've seen. Uh, this is Home Depot I go to, we're building this studio, and so I would go get stuff to work on stuff, and what happened was that I saw at the beginning. There was people that argued about the mask thing. And now, you know, it's three months later, everybody's wearing masks. Right. I disagree. It soaks in. Nobody wants to lose their job. And by the way, I, I just think society mm. self-corrects because our government's not helping. Society self-corrects. And if you want to be that guy, fine. We will get all like, – here's what's great about human beings. We do know right from wrong. Say what you will. These Some of these people are flipping out because they want the attention. Yeah, they I, want I the, agree. Right. You know, and, and, and there, our president currently has kind of opened the door and made it okay. He's made it okay. Hey, if you want to be a douchebag, go ahead and be a douchebag, because uh, I am, uh, and, <laughs> and I think that we- How we, do you feel about him?
2: <laughs> Listen, yeah, you're, I you're just so, say
0: exactly what I'm thinking, Christopher.
2: So, Christopher's so middle of the
0: road. <laughs> All I'm going to say is this. No, I do, I voted Republican twice in my life. I would give this pinky. I would give him, I would take this pinky Yakuza style
4: right now for Mitt Romney, just- I've said that so many times, like Mitt Romney. Like when people were saying how bad, and Mitt, Mitt Romney had plenty of faults. But when people were telling me, when, I was, of- when yeah. I was when I was when I was wavering in the middle there too, um, when I <laughs> I would be like, I go back to those same people and I go, don't you wish it was Mitt Romney now yeah. as a you know, and, and forget uh, you know if he hadn't run against Obama and he was the next wave of candidate. I go, I don't even think. Listen, I don't even think. T- I think a lot of the mainstream Republicans. Um, I don't think they like. I think they're scared to death of Trump uh, in yeah. on many in many different ways. I mean, Romney came out against him this this past week, Just, but, yeah. uh, with the Roger Stone Stone stuff, and it makes sense. But then you see all these people defending Roger Stone. There's so many
2: we're just hungry for decorum. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's uh, above yeah, and beyond that's what, everything. And that's
4: what this thing is. And yeah. by the way, that's what the video thing is. We are hungry
0: right now for shit to go back to, to livable. Right. And right now you've got, I don't, do you remember this? We've had these cameras for a long time. Yeah. I don't remember. I, on my Twitter, there's 12 a day now of people. Well, because
4: it's, things. it. Yeah. they go viral so much faster now. And I think part of it's where the country is and there's a learning process. And we've talked about this too. Uh, we've talked about it a couple of times. Confederate statues are weird. They're the yeah. they're the guys they lost. Yeah. And to put them up, that's a weird thing. I've always it's thought traitors. it was weird for a black person to go to a school called Robert E. Lee Middle School. I yeah. thought that was a weird situation. I stayed you know at- that? By, by the way, I really didn't get that till
0: these last George Floyd things. You know? and, and I was like, and we've done a couple of videos on my thing. We did a thing called The First Time where it's, uh, some of our friends, the first time they were called the N-word, and I, we, all we did was film them telling the story uh, cuz i didn't get it i'm you know, that, that's what systemic racism is it's not that you're not that you're racist you just don't realize that there's these black people going to school with right. to Robert E Lee high school. It's a
4: weird, I mean, I, I stayed, I talked about this a couple podcasts ago too. I stayed at a place in South Carolina. I was doing a corporate event and it was, it was a plantation and it was made to continue being that. And they, the, all the staff there was super dark skinned. And I'm like, I got to get out of here. Yes, it just <laughs> felt like,
2: a, like they were trying. Yeah.
4: It, it yeah. felt like this is what it's supposed to be. And people go there for that. And I'm going, I'm in the wrong place. Listen, what? I know, I know, I know. I'm not perfect. I know yeah. I make mistakes, but this right. is being done
2: on purpose, and this is creepy yeah. and weird. Well, you just feel it, like you said. You know when something's right and wrong. I think the thing about cancel culture, why we kind of are different about the phones, is because you're on your own. And I work for a company that is beholden to a lot of advertisers. So I think in my world, it's a little different to say, hold on, don't, because I kind of live the life you guys do where I say, say things that people could be like, oh, that's terrible. And then taken out of context or a, a blip of time is going to make me uh, they're going to label me a certain way. And it's like, no, no, no. Nobody knows the day. Nobody knows the theme. I do four and a half hours of stuff every morning. So I do worry that if somebody's like just tuning in for a second and goes, nope, I'm taking that and I'm running with it because I'm the social warrior that needs to change this guy's world. I do think cancel culture is very real when it comes to that because my bosses have no option to fight it. The second it's loose and they're like, look, this is how it's perceived, try to explain it. And the next thing you know, you look worse. Then advertisers are like, we don't know what happened. We didn't even hear it. We just know what's happening. That's where cancel culture gets you. Like as a comedian, you're an individual kind of – you're your own business. So you can say fuck off. I'd love to be able to. But the second that ball gets loose – and I'm 20, yeah, I'm 20 I know years old. i am you a while, in, over. You, do. you do. I do say, say fuck that. off. And that's the one thing – you know what I've earned in 20 years of doing the show my way is right. that I can say fuck off. I've become comfortable shoes and I've become – the, uh, the guy that says, Look, you've known me this long. I'm not just going to all of a sudden turn into this guy. I'll say irreverent shit, but I know how to. And I know right. how to go down that road. If I do it and somebody misunderstands it or calls me a name, it's like, Look, I got 20 years behind me that says no. So I, right, but, I, I'm more but comfortable, but it is very real. But here's why you don't get, here's what you need to do. Here, Here's what's great. Here's, here, and it goes back to what Frank said about
0: context. I did a bit called uh, Pedophile Crucifixions, where basically I nailed Catholic priests <laughs> who've, who've molested children. To a cross, that's a bit. Now, anyone can dig that bit up. I also did a bit called "I'm Whitey," and I apologize. It doesn't matter how edgy you are; it matters your context and where you're sure. coming from. And that's what the difference is. It's what I say about audiences: uh, an audience, one single member audience, doesn't know if you're telling the truth or not, but that collective conscience knows you're telling the truth. So when you say something out of uh, that's against. Basically, human morality or human everything, and you think you're just ha- exercising free speech, okay? And if you're if someone's paying your bill, you, you never cross the line. And, and I don't mean that in in the edgy way. I mean that in the side, which side of the issue? right I have never, never, as much as I've been on your show and the crazy shit you say, you you're always on the right side of the issue, and and that's where we're losing it. People who are on the wrong side of the issue, whether it's getting in, people infected with masks. Or or being racist. Like I was just watching a video of someone filming at a Trump rally and it was a Mexican woman filming. And these white women were just screaming at her. Go back to Mexico. Show me your green card. Yeah. And I, I go, there's a difference. There's a difference. People know when you're on the right side of the line. Right. And you can find Homburg, Just to be clear, you cross it. But you st- you toe over and you come back. But right. you're always on the right side. And that you can go as far as you want, as long as, and we all know because it hits us right in our gut the second someone's on on the wrong side right. of it. And 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 I think that's the it's all context. You can be as edgy as you want.
4: See, Just I, don't, I I don't think I, I think lately context has been thrown away. Intent and context has been thrown away,
2: and people do gotcha moments and cut yeah. things out. into Well, I think it's because pieces. it's up to people who don't understand context, and that's where I think I don't. I'm not worried about cancel culture so much in in uh, entertainment. I'm worried more about cancel culture with, like we talked off the air before, with somebody having a terrible day and saying something that someone else overheard. So they start running a camera going, what did you just say? And you have that that Michael Douglas moment. And then that person's like, you know, we had a lady here who lost her mind in a target, whether it was a real video or not, because I still don't know. Uh, You know, she's going to lose her job. She's going to do this. We find out She's been going through, like, mental stress disorder, uh, off her meds, going through a terrible divorce, lost a family member and whatever, and she has lost her mind. So there's got to be a forgiveness element in that, too, where, yeah, you're probably going to lose your—and uh, you know, on the flip side, I'm on the, I'm on the same side. If somebody's holding up a camera, behave. Know, know the element of the world and the way it works. But I think we're cancel culturing in the middle of a target now because everybody thinks that they have a power that they don't really understand— how to use. And I agree with you. I think the power is calling people out. But you, again, just like we said, you have to toe a line a specific way. And I'm well, not you, sure those oh, people are responsible enough to hold the sword.
0: But you can't go punch every asshole in the face. So all you have. Oh, is yeah, you, you can. <laughs> well, no, you can't you you got you train actually, for yeah. that, though. I've been training for that for years. So there's that dude. There was I, I've seen other places where remember, you remember that lady in, in Central Park went, and that dude was just bird yeah. watching. Yeah. And, and and she just says, "I'm calling the cops on you." And he was just said, "Put your dog on the leash, you know." Yeah. I get a black like, whatever right. black guy scared of dog, whatever it was. And 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 she was like, "I'm calling the cops." Oh, there's a man harassing me. Right. And it was like she was wrong, dude. That was 100
4: like, totally wrong.
0: But even the yeah, guy that yeah, even the guy exactly. that and then there's other people that have done it. They flipped out and and they're like. And then the next day, and you can tell they didn't hire a lawyer. You can tell, like like Frank was talking about apologies. There's some apologies, from a, one from a comic recently that was really, really lawyerly. And then there's some <laughs> apologies that are flat out. I just went through a divorce. I've lost my yeah. job. I, I, I flipped out in the wrong way. I, I, I don't know why I did right. that. I apologize. There's some that re- – I'm just saying, you've got to give – But patterns of behavior. Their instinct to read it true. There is no cancel culture. You did shit. That is out of line, you're going to get busted for shit that's out of line. That's how it is. And the only way we can stop it is for people that are thinking they might do it, is all we, you can't just go and fight everybody. Not everybody's a black belt. Not everybody can handle themselves. Everybody lives in fear of everybody now. Well, so that's where I'm we're so different. Because this is a behavior that should not <laughs> be in society if we want to get society back, because we don't have it back. We're out of fucking control right now. And so society, like it always does throughout history, is self correcting.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh I do I agree with that. I think society's like uh, you know big dog's going to shake the fleas off. Eventually right. it's going to it's going to get rid of itself but uh, I prefer being the black belt.
0: <laughs> and by the way, I am so I actually now like that dude that in Costco that came out and he started. He's yelling, "I'm feeling I threatened." Feel he's like the most threatening dude I've ever seen. I, I know what I would have done in that situation, and I would have made the news. Yeah, i I'm, <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. Yeah,
2: I feel the same way.
0: I would. I would have made the news, and I, I don't even. like I can watch. I, my, my, Titus wins title. Is that <laughs> Titus owns Costco? But I just think that it, I just think cancel culture is a bunch of people who want to behave badly are mad that they don't get to behave badly. That's what I think it is.
2: That's a big part of it. I think my I, fear is that I'm not I don't want to behave badly and I don't behave badly and I'm afraid someone thinks I am. That's see
0: where the I right, worry. Yeah.
2: Here's the thing. That's why I say never apologize. I won't get yeah. in trouble because no, I'm on the right side of the issue. You don't
0: agree with me, don't watch me. Fine. Right. I, I do understand that you're getting paid by some people right. and there's some lines you don't want to cross. I right. get that. Um, but that's your choice and you do very well you don't have to go on the road you don't have to get on a plane you don't have to go stay in the hotels that Frank and I have to stay in <laughs> I'm going to deal with club owners who are stealing money from you every fucking week it's true okay.
4: it's have you true. ever caught one have you ever caught one t- you know fudging numbers I've done yeah, it quite a few you times know. you know the guy I get, I get you know who it is uh, I tell who it was. I've had plenty of people do this to me go ahead tell the story Yeah. Well, how did you figure it out how did you figure it out oh I just oh, I've counted rooms right uh, I brought people as counters i uh, there was Pittsburgh the Pittsburgh improv years ago they had a guy that was just taking money and the the club itself didn't even know but he had a new pool and all sorts of stuff and he would wow. talk about it and I um we'll probably bleep out exactly what club it was but i I, I counted the room and they were saying that there were um 325 people and that we, we stopped at 380. We stopped right. counting at three eighty, and like, what's what the hell's going on here? And so that I'd been there a bunch of other times and never really looked at the numbers. And I went through it, and I'm I'm like, I've been cheated out of thousands and thousands of dollars over the last few times I've been here. But that's yep. happened on you know quite a few. There's a legendary story where Jeff Dunham had somebody had people calling out in a comedy club started counting off numbers he goes they say there's only 300 people here and he started going one <laughs> two every, and through and they they the, the club went stop 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 yeah. okay you know but there you know, we had,
0: it had the numbers and it was it was a funny bone it was one of the funny bones on the east coast and uh we'd we'd counted every show and i always had my guy count it three times you know because he'd missed two or people in been bathroom and it was, it was always within three people and when we got to the end of the week, it was like it was like 230 seats for for five shows, and I I, I just went, is this for real? And he goes, hey man, you guys know what we did, we did, it. and he starts talking about advertising and this, and I stopped him and I said, I'll tell you what, just pay me what you're gonna pay me, and I uh, and uh, I'll see you again. And I left. I told my agent I'll never work for again. Three years later, the, call, the guy calls me back and he's like, all right, we'll pay him whatever. Uh, and and th- then he then it was a percentage thing and it was just like the guy was ripping me off every fucking time. Check this out. The guy doesn't work there anymore because it wasn't the club's fault. The Improv in Irvine, the guy I always tip the, every the, everybody in the staff twenty bucks at the end of the at the end of the week. I always tip everybody like everybody from a dish, dishwasher because they work hard and sometimes they get screwed. And <laughs> I found out two years later that this dude, this manager, who I'd be giving these tips to like six, seven, eight hundred bucks was keeping it. <laughs> and huh. He was using it for a Christmas party at the end of the oh. year.
1: He was at least it. he
4: used it for something good. The collective, yeah, yeah that's, what <laughs> that's what he said. So, so we got to, So Holberg, I
0: think, I think you do when you have when you're working for a big corporation and you're as good as you are at what you do, man. And Thank you him. have the morning spot, uh, you and Brady. Uh, there is a point you have to, you know. It if there's sure. rules, you
2: got to follow. Your, you, gotta, you got yeah. You, you can't just be. And I follow, I follow him. I follow him. just can't be John Lovitz at a kid's charity. That's all I'm <laughs> yes, you can. Watch this. <laughs> I do have to ask this before we let Titus go. One last question. And it dawns on me every time I've never asked you this and I've always wanted to. How mad uh, were you at Max Headroom when he took off? <laughs> angrier jim carrey by the way because uh, right. i noticed i noticed that again when you turned your head you did a quick move and i'm like god damn it if they make a new one there he is <laughs> catch the wave it's it's unreal how we could digitize that <laughs> that it would be that it would be uh, uh you could see a little
4: brian Regan. oh sure can oh, you can my you god. Can
3: you repeat things over and over <laughs> hey hey you should have heard about my crazy mock. My crazy mom, she she had she would
4: she she would somebody. My impression of Brian Regan was, hey, there's a guy who's
0: beating a dead horse. He's beating it, and he keeps beating the dead horse because it's dead. The horse is dead. He's beating it. Horse is dead. How does a horse die? Because it was dead and he's beating it. And uh, Brian did. It was funny when I told him. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Brian didn't like that. I find Brian really brilliant, but uh, Brian Regan brilliant. But uh, then he would do that little thing, now I'm going to go to the other side of the stage, crouch over and say the same thing. I'm going <laughs> to beat that horse over here. <laughs> hey, donut lady.
0: Let's be honest. Say what you will. Brian Regan, man. There's, it, he makes me – there's a point with Brian Regan where he's so funny that at one oh. point it, it, he, he does it long enough. He's developed it. Did, fuck this fucking guy. Here's the thing. Part of the reason that I write a new show every year and a half is partly because of Carlin and partly because of Brian Regan. Eighty percent, Colin, because 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 here's how badass Regan was. At one point, Regan was doing, and when he was working clubs, was doing two shows Friday and Saturday, and he was flopping different shows. Oh. He it was called the Idiot and the Oddity, and he would do he would do one show an hour, and then and second show he'd do an entirely different hour, and then he would do the same thing on Saturday. So we can mock comics all we want, but so the guys we mock, man... Are they, oh, I love him. him. I think he's the funniest.
4: funniest. Yeah, he's brilliant. I mean, it's unbelievable how, how funny he is. Uh, I can't
0: wait to... I, I like to hear comics make fun of me. I, I actually don't. I actually go track him down at the podcast. Well, <laughs> yeah. so funny, yeah. what? Make I'm funny? feeling
3: threatened!
0: <laughs> <laughs> guys, thanks for having me on. Thank and by you. By the way, sorry we got so serious, but I, I just... I got an argument with someone on Twitter about cancel culture, and I don't... I think there's a decorum we have to figure out again to get back to... A civilized society, because we seem to be losing it. Yeah. And can, and this is this is again. I, I just watch.
2: It's just society. It'll fix itself. Self correcting. Yeah. And, and I just, agree with. I I think we agree more than we disagree. I think the problem is no one's listening either side. And shut I up, th- and, and you shut up. I'm talking. <laughs> yeah. So we'll cut out all that stuff Christopher said, and I'll I'll shine. I'll shine bright. <laughs> Frank, thanks for having me on, man. Yeah, thanks, Christopher.
4: Do, it, appreciate it. And
2: dude, uh, if you awesome want to do a stuff. show,
0: uh, we're doing we're also doing it. Or you can cut this out too. We're also doing it with um, like if you have a private you want to do or a corporation wants to do it. Okay. Um, we can set it up, 12 people. You, we can put the, the, the company on the Zoom, and, and you could still keep making money. I want to give comics a way to keep making money and not having to scream
4: from their kitchens into a laptop. <laughs> no, That's great. Awesome stuff. And all your, your at Christopher Titus, What? how do they find, people find you? Uh,
0: if you go to ChristopherTitus.com is my website for our DVDs, any of the nine specials. Uh, you can go to uh, Christopher Titus TV on YouTube. Uh, we, we put stuff up all the time. Through COVID, I've got uh, four. We're rotating all eight
4: specials, but four at a time are up. So you can. I just saw one over 2 million views. Wow. Yeah. You uh, don't want to re- go out.
0: You can go. I put them up for free because I just like COVID. We're all fucked. And we're, yeah. and if people aren't making money. And so they're up there, and we do new content every week. Uh, also go to Combustion Live for the new shows coming up. You can see live comedy sitting in your living room. You have your own drinks. You don't have to pay for your own drinks. The $19 you can just. You if can you do could it-
4: figure out a way
2: to to charge people for drinks in their own <laughs> homes, you know what? I have it. You want it? You want it? <laughs> Uh, Get a deal. I'm trying to figure this out for our our our, uh, and maybe I'll ask you if you want to do it. Our our Christmas show every year. Uh, We're we're (laughs) trying to figure. He's trying to be good, and you're trying to be corporate. Listen to this. (laughs) You get a beer sponsor, and you Mm -hmm. only sell tickets when they buy a 12 pack. And they get a 12 pack, and then you add five more dollars. And if you want to make it a charity thing or whatever for your ticket, which gives you a code to get into. The, uh, the virtual comedy
0: club. Oh, that, that doesn't sound like a logistical nightmare at all. It
2: isn't, actually. I talked to a guy who's like, you know what, it's not bad, because I thought the same thing. I'm like, it's a pain in the ass. You just have the code on the box. If they want it, they go to it. And it's a singular code, so it sells a ticket until there are no more boxes left.
4: So how did you know to rap uh, Christopher before he said it? Did he text you? No. Oh, guys, guys. just I've You're started 20, to go, oh, they, but 20 years. said, here's my last question. Right. That's why how I think he knew I was rapping. Oh, well, it was That's good. I just, yeah, we've it was, worked I just together it before. Interesting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I work with Holmberg enough to know I'm supposed to shut up. Uh, but thanks, guys. It's been great. Uh,
2: awesome. you know, I'm
4: having fun, and I didn't mean to get so serious, but yeah, I no, I, no, I think it's good. I—I I, right. I love the conversation. It's—I uh, mean, you were wrong. On, yeah, I mean, a whole bunch wrong.
2: That's what I loved about it.
1: Can I set
0: you up in for enough of your impressions. I mean, uh, like, what,
3: like, what would what would uh, uh, what would, uh, what would uh, Sylvester Stallone is uh, <laughs> uh, that? What would Stallone do? Well, we gotta Say, do. We got one do? last
4: segment. If you want to stick for like thirty seconds, we oh, just, yeah, we oh. go through. We didn't do Chris Berman warm ups, which no. eh, eh, which is Ugh. we we all just we, <laughs> normally it shows we do Chris Berman warm ups now where we read tongue twisters and I can't get through them and John gets through them right away. But yeah. she yeah. says, she shows.
3: By the she sure so she said so. Yeah.
4: The silver
2: sheik brought in. <laughs> yeah, we do also. Sort-
4: Put Uh, one up. Put one up quickly. You got one right there. So here, I'll. I'll, I think I've got. I took. I go through this quickly because it's maybe not that quick. And then we read uh, John's porn history as John Madden and Pat Summerall. Oh wow. Yeah. It's. uh,
1: Oh wow. (laughs) It's great to be with you guys.
4: (laughs) All right. Forget it. Forget it. Toledo State. One one. He's got a
3: racehorse. Two two. Was on. Oh geez, that's a tough one. Put it. Put him up so we could. uh, All right. Ready.
4: Here Here we go. You see that? Uh, uh, no, he can't see that. It's, I can't see it. Uh, no, put it down. Put it down. Oh. Oh, oh. oh that that is it. Okay. Uh, uh, uh,
2: here we go. Uh, three, two, one. One one was a racehorse. Two two was one two. One 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 one, 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 one race. Two two one one two. Nice! We've never all gotten right. through together. Yeah. He men. usually gets through we're them all perfectly. Well, yeah. grown men. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, That's what I said earlier. It's like 45 year old men trying to. Pull you should have seen him at his Christmas show. We were
4: having a fake fight oh. where we both went like this. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. he's like, could you imagine our dads doing yeah. that? All
2: right. It's ridiculous. All right. Here.
4: This is a blast. I hate doing podcasts and I had a blast doing this awesome. one. Awesome. We hated so having you. So, yeah, you know. I'm oh, good. I appreciate no, you're, it. Uh, un- the guys that told me about you and I, because I didn't know you at all. And what's like, my rep?
2: But what is my oh, rep? No, me. He's talking about me. The guys that told you. So, you don't, don't no, want don't, to know the answer. I
4: don't yeah? know anything about comics because I came up in, I, I, I came up in, uh, in the world. doing colleges mostly
3: right. and I was right. doing them by myself. All right. We just, I just read the porn titles. Here we go. <laughs> I mean, here it is. <laughs> John, what's on the phone right now? Uh, three. Real orgasmic convulsions at 3.5, 6.5. What the hell is that? We don't know who that, that is. I think it's the Richter scale, John. Vixen, even Lov- Lovia's most intense scene, and she's having, she's getting pounded right there. What else we got here? Rough sex in bed for young horny couple. Amateur Leo Lulu. <laughs>
2: I like the amateurs, John. They do it like I do.
3: Orgasmic ride. These are boring this week. Gorgeous (laughs) teens tick and suck. (laughs) That's not boring, John. No, no. Your bar's too high. No, amateur couple in gigantic. Oops, pressed a button there. Now we're watching. (laughs) Ridiculous. Oh, boy. Submissive sluts and wild DP orgy. Evil angel. Boom, we're (laughs) out of there. Coming
2: up on the West Coast, 60 minutes. (laughs) (laughs)
3: All right, awesome Badish stuff. Baddest the best. Thank Thanks, you. Guys. Thanks, I'll
2: guys. I'll see you again. See you.
4: Great stuff. Later.